bitch till we sold and I talk So we finna keep everybody broke They say time is money They say money talk I ain't got no time to waste it. You ain't got no time Out and about Out chasing paper The streets of my house And the house always wins Like Vegas Never down for the count Second win Second agent Found mine Never had my hands out Fuck favors By design Everything tailored In my youth It was shell toes No Chuck Taylors We choke game How to have a game So it's still the same code Game so it's still the same code We all pay the cost I mean pay dues Move with the money state That I can't lose On the grind Push a hard line With my linemen Back when I was young I said it's all about timing Till it's my time All the stars are aligning I'm a diamond in the rough Couple cuts got me shining This game you cannot cop On consignment In the field All the do is execute assignments the game should be sold not told so we finna keep everybody bro they say time is money they say money talk i ain't got no time to waste if you ain't got no time to talk the game should be sold not told so we finna keep everybody bro they say time is money they say money talk i ain't got no time to waste if you ain't got no time to talk we get into this paper See, I want it all Plus some U and eight acres A lot of alcohol A few dad bags of vapor Front run this shit Like a ship and I'm the sailor Cold Kinda like it's fresh up out the freezer Cold If she ain't talking bread I don't need her Soon as I meet her I'm a fucker Then I leave her It's the old Mac Lee's Treat them all like bottom feeders Break it down slow For them folks that don't know I'm a seasoned vet Black belt Out the dojo With a wide range of weapons So I'm out the holster Keeping all options open, so many ways that I can fold ya. Told you from the gate, never been around no play play. Get it out the door, they never been known for no delay. The game should be sold, not to be told. Keep your mouth shut, don't have to break the mold. Magnes. It's fence to move. Push that work out. I distribute. Break the work down. It's fence to move. Push that work out. I Just distribute. Just a young pack mover. Shot to my consumer. Jumping out the foreign or I'm hopping out the Uber. Food clock and chips opposite of you losers. Can't be broke as a joker. Got no sense of humor. Just a young pack mover. Shot to my consumer. Jumping out the foreign or I'm hopping out the Uber. Crew clocking chips opposite of you losers. Can't be broke as a joker. Got no sense of humor. I'm a deep boy. Need abusive ass users. I'm a deep boy. Need abusive ass users. I'm a deep boy. Need abusive ass users. You know I'm the boy. Get money's what I'm used to. So I don't confuse ya. I'm a D-boy, need abusive ass users. I'ma make a noise, shout to my producer. I'm an entertainer, but I ain't here to amuse ya. Yeah, I fuck with shooters, and they all fucking users. Come through and wake that ass up like a rooster. Hella early in the morning, early bird gets a worm. Finna get rich for them food for the worms. Cutting cocaine, dropping whole things. It's a cold game, make you run your gold chain. Hungry, but I'm moving in a keto state. For sure, 
y'all beat the price on the keys of your state. Catch me running up a tab, fucking up a bag. Make me wonder how long will a good thing last. All my Curtis Mayfield, little life I can't chill. Push a man, push the packs, all I do is make squeal. Keep it one, huh? I'm just numb, yo, I can't feel. None of these suckers when they say they real. Stacking Uber cash, I'm an out of state supplier. Random Uber man, here to get away, drive. Just a young guy mover. Shout to my consumer. Jumping out the front, or I'm hopping out the Uber. Crew clocking chips opposite of you. Losers, can't be broke as a joker. Got no sense of humor. Just a young pack mover. Shout to my consumer. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Go smoke that joint. What up? What up? Yeah, what up? What up? Fantasy football hustler back out. I was like, oh, he, I think he forgot the script. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Yeah, yeah. I had the mute button on. I just want to welcome everybody to Fantasy Row. This is the your time. Wide range of emotions. This is your time. It's your time to get it all out because we're not going to want to hear this shit. After this, now's the time we get it all out of our system. Yeah. And then we're done with that. We're on to week three. Why do you live on Fantasy Row? We all live on Fantasy Row, the fantasy wide range of emotions. What is putting you through Fantasy Row right now? Throw it in the chat. Let's hear it. I'll give you one. Hold on. Shout out the chat first. Our man Yuck in the house. What's up, Yuck? Javier Baez fan. What up? What what up? What's good with it? Stranger in the house. Shout out to the Houday Nation. Big up. Bakes a lot. What up? What up? What's up, Bakes? Emil, um, what's going down, bro? What's happening? And Yuck said, work, work. So Kyran Williams to the moon. Uh, I mean, I ha- for everywhere I have them, I hope so, but I really don't think so. <laughs> I mean, you know what? You know what's crazy is that. Sean McVay is literally like going back to that old playbook. It's crazy because he been had to change his ways last couple seasons because everybody on to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is kind of cool to see him going back to the screens and the fucking just running back centric and everything short. It's also like, 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 okay, here's one thing. He's one of those coaches that doesn't just go in there and be like, this is what we do. We're going to do it. He goes in there and attacks them accordingly. Like, we knew they were going to utilize the short game like crazy against the Niners. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And it worked as fuck. You know what I'm saying? They basically used their running back like like how a mobile QB would attack us. You know what I mean? And Yuck, let him know. He said, smash the like button for the crew and share the link so the homies can we can all ride together. Let's get it. Let's go. I like that. Let's see. Hey, and our man Hollywood, he said, just checking in uh, from Dubai on the vacation. There we go. Okay. Don't spit on the ground. <laughs> Isn't that a fine over there? Uh, yeah, he could, he could go to jail for that, right? That's wild. Yeah. And Dubai, I mean, shit. That's one of those places, if you go, you you know you're a baller. Or you're just yeah. like, a, yeah. yeah, Dubai, you got to have some money for real. Damn, this is funny. Hollywood said no love for American football here in Dubai. He said that's all soccer. I went into a bar trying to find American football. They gave me the side eye. <laughs> yeah. When you say football, they'll be like, oh, it's right here on TV. Oh, oh you Americans. And, you know, it's funny as I always I ask people that travel a lot. I say, hey, they don't like Americans. I say, they don't like white Americans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, you know, if then you see me walking around the UK or walking around somebody like, you know what I mean? I might even just blend in for real, you know what I mean? Or they just, you know, I'll get treated the same way the white folks treat us, you know what I'm saying? Like, but only white folks out there, you know what I mean? When Rafi, Rafi's like, oh, yeah, I'm in my fantasy, uh, <coughs> I'm in my, my fantasy football league. They're like, wait, mm-hmm. football hasn't started yet. You mean soccer? He's like, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what assholes call it. <laughs> that's funny and where, where was he at like in spain or something no he was with the crew oh okay <laughs> he's just talking shit to him he always has a way they talk some shit to him that's funny and what up vince vince in the house and here we go let's go what's up vince uh-oh tina said i'll say it dallas cowboys are going undefeated <laughs> what's the sketchy pain I mean, they got our, they, they come to, I think they come to the Bay in a couple weeks, right? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. You played the Giants who didn't score a point for like seven quarters. <laughs> and then you played the fucking Jets without Aaron Rodgers. Who would you rather have? Josh Dobbs or Zach Wilson in, in fantasy? It's really ugly. You had to choose. Gun to your head. Uh, Two, three bullets in there. Zach Wilson. At least he's got. Josh, Supposed to say At least Josh, Josh, the, person I, the person I'm hoping watching has Zach Wilson, and I'm trying to send you Josh Dobbs. <laughs> you need Josh Dobbs. What are you doing with Zach Wilson? Uh, At least he has Garrett Wilson. Well, maybe. We'll talk about the injuries a little bit later. Uh, and Dennis said Marvin Mims looked good. Uh, so good because Bogey dropped him. Yeah, that's how it works. It happens. It really does that. It really does happen that way, though. Greg said, anyone really surprised by the lack of production from Jacobs and Henry? Not really, but this is uh, what happens when you don't play guys in the preseason, right? They get off to a slow start. The offensive line's not really gelling right out the gates. Like, a lot of issues. I'd say for Josh Jacobs, it's more so of, like, you know, he's barely being installed back into this offense. You know what I mean? He probably clearly has not been conditioning because you could see, like, he looks, like, slow and sluggish. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> They're just not giving him the work at all, too. And that could be because he ain't been around in a minute. You know what I mean? But then again, you look at the game script, nobody got any work last week, uh, yesterday for the running backs. You know what I mean? Barely anybody got work for anywhere. Like, there was very, very close to, like, zero offense. Like, it was such a trash. I mean, that, first, that first drive, though, right? 
you're like, okay, Jimmy. I'm about to do it. And then <laughs> you remember when Jimmy is like, <laughs> you win ugly with handsome Jimmy or you just lose ugly with handsome Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> One of the two. And Bank said, Zach Moss is on the trade block at number seven. Ooh, all right. Oh, spicy. Getting spicy. Yeah, I would move him <laughs> fast if I was you anyway. What up, Zoo Crew? What's up, Zoo? Uh, Zuna, Zuna whoop my ass. Yeah, he went wild. Yeah, but you know, he might have lost Saquon and he lost JK. So, you know what I mean? It is what it is. That hurts. That hurts. Yeah. And Vincent says San Fran will trash him, but Danny Dimes is legit top 10 QB. No, he's not. Um, well, what? how about this? He it's top 10? Nobody. How about this? Nobody could be a top 10 QB with the amount of weapons that he has because it's nothing. I mean, and like, what did I say all week? I said, Denny Dumbass in fantasy is in a great bounce back spot here. And in reality, listen, I didn't, I was like, why did I say that? Watching the first three quarters, you know what I mean? But I stayed <laughs> consistent because it was, I, I, I stayed consistent with how I feel. This was a bad Arizona defense that gives up booty to the tight end and mobile QBs. Boom. Like, why? You know what I mean? And it took fucking three quarters, but it happened. You know what I mean? So whoever had Danny Dumbass, yeah, you, you probably enjoy that rushing tug with, with a handful of yards. He had like 60-plus rushing yards. Is it time that we give Arizona a little bit of respect, though? Because I don't think that anybody thought they'd be doing – they'd be one and one and, like, literally, you know, a couple drives away from being 2-0. and Well, I think it came to a point where they're like, you know what? And first of all, they didn't beat Washington last week. You know what I mean? They're oh, yeah, they two. lost it right at, at the last yeah. second. I forgot. Same thing. I think that's what they want to do. <laughs> Running all the plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now. Sabotage mode. You know what I mean? Now's the time. <laughs> now time. Lose it. Yeah, all like right. how much were they beating? How much were they beating the, the Giants by? 21 uh, to 0. Yeah. <laughs> then it was like. Man, they came back on. It was like 27 is. 27 to three or some shit like that. And then like they, they going into the fourth, actually, yeah, going into the third quarter, they had zero points. They, they had been blanked for six quarters of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was in the seventh quarter where they, first, they finally got something right. First fucking play. Hold up. Vincent said Danny Dimes legit. He'll show it um, by the season's over. How's he going to show it when he has no fucking weapons? Yeah, Even Patrick Mahomes yeah. looks trash out there I at mean, times. And that's Patrick know, Mahomes. When he's, this is, this is funny. He goes, Danny Dumbass top 10 doesn't even have any logic behind it. Then he comes back even more or less logic. He's legit. I'm telling you, I don't know who you are to judge, to have any kind of like water that can be held by your comment. You know what I mean? And because he said, you sound like someone who's watched him beat up on Arizona and it, and he barely could. <laughs> he barely could. And uh, he said Waller. I mean, let's see how many games Waller actually played. I mean, now there's no Saquon, potentially. You know, um, what we were so excited to have Waller there this year because he had nothing but Saquon pretty much last year. You know, a bunch of uh, what you know, uh, Buddy Hodgins. Who else did they have over there? You know, now they got Hyatt. Fucking, they got all they got all these makeshift receivers, but none of those guys are ever going to come into play correctly unless you have someone taking all the attention away, and that's Waller. And wait, and, and I got a question. If Danny Dimes only gets Danny Peso, excuse me. If Danny he only Dumbass, gets excuse you. If he only gets all of his points in garbage time, does that really make him legit? 
You know what? I think Blake Bortles deserves some respect here. Hey, I mean, they're very similar That's player. the garbage time king. Back the, back the dump truck up. <laughs> you know who's driving that truck these days? Danny Dumbass. <laughs> He's legit a garbage time king. There you go. Danny Dumbass is elite when it comes to garbage time. And Vincent said he does it in fantasy. Well, yeah. How come he didn't do it last week, though? So, where, so this is your argument, fantasy? Because that's what I'm. That's what I've already. I was already you saying. Beat up the Cardinals. So you can beat up anybody except the Cowboys because he played them last week and didn't do shit. Because it's their year. <laughs> because it's the Cowboys' year. <laughs> is it their year? Oh man, Cowboy fans, <laughs> where are you at? Chris, Chris34 said, yo, yo, said, hope y'all have, uh, hope your weekend went well, lads. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was all right. Let's see. Same shit, different day. Getting his money. And Vincent said the Dallas pass rush is insane. You know what? I'm waiting for them to play a team that has a good offensive line so we could, like, really give them a test. And a a quarterback that makes great reads that just get the ball. Like, yeah, bring that pass rush. Ha! Get it out fast. Yeah. That's not Danny Dumbass. Or that's not Zach Wilson. Yeah, you, you know he they okay. Yeah, their pass rush is legit, right? Michael Who Parsons. Do is legit. Who do they got outside of Michael Parsons? <laughs> right. I mean that's it, right? I mean those guys only eat when it's a bad offensive line or a or poor QB play. You know what I mean? Like that's why I was asking who they got coming up. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go. Let's go look at. Uh, let's go look yeah. at some stats for the Cowboys. Let's see. Yeah, they're like really not any any fun for fantasy this year. So that Osa, Osa Adigazua, I think. (laughs) So he's got three sacks, and he got that game one, did not get any uh, game two. And then you got Dorrance Armstrong. I mean, he got two in week one, didn't get any this week. And he's good, actually, like reality-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know who Chauncey Golston is, but he's got one. Um, Demarcus Lawrence got one. Michael Parsons has got three. And so let's see what that breaks down to. So he's got one and a half per game. I mean, he's pacing for 25 right now. Not but there's guys like his teammate who got three in one game. There's guys like TJ Watt who got three in one game. There's guys like Daniel Hunter. Who got three in one game? Why, why does it take Parsons two games to get three when he's going up against like trash teams, trash O lines? I mean, he gets all he draws all the attention, double the double teams, and the you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what he wanted. He wanted the smoke. Yeah, you made your bed. Now you laying it, Mike Parsons. <laughs> and uh, Theo, he said, Daniel Hunter leads the league in sacks, and I'm loving it. Because kind of out of nowhere, because he's been hurt for like the last like three or four years, it seems like. And then he's like, nah, you guys better give me my money on this last year. They restructure him. And he's been balling ever since. Bro. Oh, shit. Hollywood said, Bogey, I spit off the ground. Uh, I spit on the ground after walking around after smoking a cigar. And he said, now you got me paranoid. <laughs> well, as long as it didn't happen well, right away. Like, I mean, Gucci now. They legit have cameras everywhere, like eye in the sky, like Vegas. So oh, shit. Be just be careful out there. You know what I mean? I got, and you know me, of course, I know a guy this happened to. Shout out to my man, Big Banco Frank. Oh, so you actually here. have a, a first hand story. Well, not a second hand story yeah. of someone. Yeah, I ain't leaving. I, I ain't going to Dubai yet unless I'm rich, man. Right. You know I mean? 
Yeah, I said I'll like, admit I was wrong on Puka. It's the scheme. I mean, we still don't know how good Puka necessarily is. It's the scheme, but he's fitting into that scheme like perfectly. I mean, he's he's assuming the Cooper, he assumed the Cooper Cup role, which is like a double digit target motherfucker that they're gonna scheme to get the ball in his hands, and then like. You know, just immediately starts earning the defensive coordinator's respect because they're just on him early, and it was all two two, and then they're like, "Oh, switch to two two," and then like Puka is just like doing Cooper Cup shit all over the field, bro. It's crazy. It, it is super cool that Cooper Cup likes him and he's like helping him as well. Like that has to fucking be making a difference. I mean, he's a fucking he's a rookie and. And like you know, he put about a buck forty-five on my Niners. No touchdowns though, because that's really all you know. That's what we're concerned about, right? That's yeah. in reality. Keep them out of the end zone. Like, yeah, go ahead, do all that. And that's cool for fantasy. Like, amazing for fantasy. It's amazing for fantasy. Yeah. Him and two two Niners gave up all the short stuff to him. They yeah. both uh, had great fantasy days. Yeah, that's. I think that's the big difference that I've saw with um, going from uh, D'Amico Ryan to uh, Steve Wilkes as our defensive coordinator. Steve Wilkes, he, he, he's, he's predicated on tightening that secondary of every defense he's ever ran. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's kind of cool. He comes over here. He don't have to worry about the front. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, but they yeah, but their style, they're going to keep everything in front, play a lot of zone. He ate that zone up like crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. They, they, we let them. It's, it, and, you know, maybe that's something moving forward. You know, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you how he does against man. I just know. I mean, see, that's the thing. You hold a lot of teams to 20 points when you're the Niners. I mean, you're going to get a lot of dubs. Like, I mean, I, I mean, it's going to take a real tough team to keep the Niners under 21 points. It's going to take a shootout team, like someone who shoots it out and they can, and they have a good defense. You know what I mean, yeah, the, the Eagles. Yeah. You know, that they you guys should. play the Eagles this year. Yeah, we play the whole uh, NFC East. Okay. All so right. we're going to play the Cowboys in a few weeks. We're going to play yeah. Danny Dumbass. And, you know, that's where one of those ones where you fire up all the pass rushers against the dumbass. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, um, you know, that's one thing, too. If you guys can familiarize yourselves with, like, what defenses do. Like, look at Seattle and, and the Niners defense, week one and two for the Rams. They just run a bunch of zone coverages on them. You know what I mean? Look at that so, yuck that I want to see the Cowboys versus the Eagles, Green Bay, and San Fran. Yeah, because then that then actually well, I don't know about Green Bay. I think they're gonna walk all over Green Bay, but um, well, uh, Eagles and San Fran, yeah, those are gonna be solid games. Let's see what they do. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of uh of uh um, that we just beat the Jets, and the Jets supposedly have the best defense. Jets do not have the best defense, they have one of the best. He said supposedly. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 but that's I mean, that's coming from that's coming from the guy who did, did uh, why, why couldn't they stop the run? Just it's like, it's like they weren't trying. Like in like inside inside runs, like right in their teeth. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jets, do Jets really have to be like winning for their defense to be amazing? I don't I don't get it. I mean they I I guess the Cowboys line. I, I got to watch that game again. I was loaded. It was, yeah, I mean, it was I, was just, watch, it was I, I got up early. Today. I always get up early Monday to start watching the condensed version of the certain games that I just didn't really pay attention to. I didn't and, get to uh, that Cowboys game yet. And Vincent said Debo took it all from Ayuk. I mean, Ayuk was hurt. <sighs> yeah, he got hurt. Missed like an entire quarter. He got, um, he usually averaged about eight, nine targets. So then, like, to, for him to get the six, like, that shows that he missed it. He missed some time in the game. You know what I mean, plus, yeah. What, what um that that Raheem Mostert? I mean, uh, Raheem Mostert, um uh, Raheem Morris. That's the defensive coordinator for the Rams. 
And uh, same thing, Brett, they run a lot of zone. And I was saying, like, I expect it to be, like, a Debo-Kittle game. It was a Debo game, you know what I mean? Because yeah. we're going to go over the middle on the ass, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then the Brock, man, um, this is cool. If being a Niner fan, if, like, uh, if like the, his mistakes are, are just little things, like, okay, yeah, he overthrew a couple of wide-open guys. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe that's the elbow. Three still. to be know. exact. Three to be exact. The three <laughs> nasty ones that would have like been game game changers. I mean, yeah. just it would each one of those ones could have put them away at one point, put the Rams away. Can't, we yeah. can't let them hang two around. Two of those were like easy touchdowns. Like, and I didn't know that Sean McVay, yeah, I know he's married to a, uh, a Russian supermodel. I didn't know that he's married to the Russian mob though, because there was like, you kick a field goal in the end, <laughs> you make it spread. He's going to start missing some kicks. <sighs> right? This end with, with like a second left. Like, yep, yeah, we're kicking this ball. <laughs> Fuck the spread up. <laughs> and Greg, what up? He said, fantasy owners don't care when or how the, the points come. Right. But you cannot bank on like a whole bunch of garbage bullshit, fluky shit. Like, yeah, we want it during, during the time that we are playing. We want it to come however, whenever, and very often. But like when example, it comes to I, making choices in the future, we have to have shit that we can bank on and look back on and say, oh, look at this. Yeah, like I, I've totally faded Michael Pittman. After week one, Michael Pittman becomes in a conversation where it's like, well, yeah, I hate Michael Pittman. Remove the name, right? Yeah. Remove the name. Look what he did week one. Then I consider him. What did he do week two? I don't know. I don't have him. But it's like, you know what I mean? Pretty sure people that were reluctant to start him, they were going to chase week one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because now all of a sudden you're like, oh, remove the name, right? I, I don't care how the fantasy points come, but I'm, but I'm going to try to calculate how they're going to come. You know what I mean? I mean, the, uh, I mean, the points were way different. Eight receptions, 56 yards. You know, it's really the yards and no touchdown. He's getting peppered either way. There's yeah. nobody there besides him. Exactly. And now it's Gardner Minshew, perhaps for a week, someone who could actually sling it. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of cool. If fantasy, right? I don't like. I, I don't. I don't even want Richardson for for any pieces on that team for fantasy. That's why I don't have any Colts. You know what I mean? I got this question, and uh, Clock said, "Due to my league, spent half his fab on Puka. Is he worth it?" Hold on a second. Bogey says, "Hold my beer." Bogey spent a hundred percent of his fab on Puka. Was he I worth? I don't even. I don't even have a beer for them to hold. I had no more money. I spent it all. On Puka. <laughs> <laughs> and now looking back after this week, was it worth it? Yeah, and like now I can flip them even easier because I was trying to last week in a couple spots. I had them. They're trying to. You know, it's, it's the 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 stupid um, you know low ball. Like, here's Bateman and no, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Puka's that shit right now. And I'm 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 gonna move as a stock market. I'm gonna move accordingly. Because <laughs> if not, I'm okay having him. You know what I mean? Is Puka the Jeremy Lin of the NFL right now? <laughs> as in, like, because he's like remember not- mem- um what um, yeah, Lin Sanity. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't you remember Puka what Sanity? <laughs> I mean Mania? Lin Sanity caught the fucking I, I'm gonna say it caught the entire world by storm because of his ethnicity. Puka's about to catch. Puka's catching everybody by storm right now. Yeah, and he's a Samoan. You know what I mean? Look at look at me. Shout out to uh, shout out to Talano and Chufanga, right? You know he's a Uso too. Like, and I mean, you know, they there's a lot of Samoans in the game, right? Mainly offensive linemen and D D line and stuff like that. You know, that's why it was so polarizing for one only the one of the greatest safeties in the world, right? Fucking um, 
with Palomalu, right? Yeah. And of course now, and actually, Hufanga, he's Tongan actually. So okay. he's like the Tongan Palano, uh, I mean, uh, Palomalu, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, people love a good uh, minority that that's doing their thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> Look at Tony Romo, right? Wasn't he Mexican? I mean, his last name's Romo, and not was, <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, no, like I said, wasn't he? Now he's he, like, has, he has an Uncle Tom. He's these days. He has an Uncle Tom these days, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and just Grace, he said thoughts on Calvin Ridley. Okay, he just said Calvin Ridley, but thoughts on Calvin Ridley. I'm a little bit disappointed. Our team's really going to be able to like eliminate him. The Jarius needs not that great, and. I mean, not that great at like being like a shutdown corner. He's great at tackling and great at like getting fantasy points. Not really a shutdown corner by any means. Yeah, we love him for fantasy because he gives up the reception and tackles them right away. You know what I mean? And that they just I, see that's another one of those games I want to go back and watch and see what in the fuck actually happened. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, why did they they played really timid against the Chiefs? Yeah. You know what I mean. Head Peacock, he said, wait, hold my beer, because he traded to get an extra dollar of fab <laughs> so he could put more fab than anybody even got to begin the season. <laughs> I, I've done that before. Heard, heard that before. Said that. I've done it all. Listen, I'm okay. Fuck the fab. Fuck the picks. Give me what I want. You know what I mean? And so funny and crispy. He said, just spend it, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't go with it. Hey, this what? morning when but. Hold on, hold on. Man, what the hell is Davlin talking about? He said, Bogey giving me shit last week about Puka, and he spent all of his fab on him. He spent all of his fab on Where were we giving you shit about Puka? Yeah, I never gave you shit. I mean, maybe he was the... Uh, oh, it's because he, he said he, it's because he said he's going to be a wide... He's going to be a wide receiver. Yeah, he's going to be the wide receiver one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, I think he could be a WR1, as in, like, top 12. I don't know about the 101. That's Even then, how can we give him that if we really think that Cooper Cup's going to come out? I said, if Cooper Cup doesn't come back, He's got a shot, but what if Cup really comes back in week five? Puka's definitely not going to be the Puka that we've seen these last two weeks if Cooper Cup comes back. You know, there was a couple times um, it was a rough it was a rough spot and someone was like, Puka or B-Rob the mob. I took the mob. Yeah, um, and see, Greg, you said Puka was out for me because the fancy doctors said the oblique would be impossible to play with. Even smart people can be wrong. Don't listen to those fantasy doctors. They don't know shit. They, <laughs> I literally Googled the exact same, <laughs> these exact same injuries, and I can give it to you sounding like a doctor. These guys don't know shit. Stop listening to them. You know, it's funny. Like, look at Jason Kelsey, right? Oh, my brother got a hyperextended knee. Man, he'll be I, I had one of those, right? It's those, <laughs> those like, okay. Do you play for an organization that be like he's clearly hurt, but he wants to get out there? Let's let's run him out there, right? Yeah. There's a different, you know. Hey, 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 you good to go, Puka? Yeah, I'm good. Just, I'm just gonna stay out of practice for the next couple of days. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could have been as simple as that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like you know, but we don't notice till hindsight. Like, oh, he gets a full go, full full complement of snaps. And, and you know what the fantasy? Like, oh, they tell them out. You know what the fantasy doctors don't do that we do. Report the news every single day so you know exactly what's going on with their status because it was even on Thursday that they said Puka is is, is on track uh, even without playing like he's likely to play. Yeah, he was expected to play. And then on, well that was it was likely to play on Thursday and then they said on Friday that he was expected to play. So literally like we're giving you news all week that lets yeah, you know and, that he's more than likely going to play. That's another thing too is like 
it was a matchup thing. If if I had if you gave me an option and I was willing to play the other matchup, I would have done that. But see, now you know. Without now, I, I can say confidently after two weeks, he's a double digit target guy. You know what I mean? Hey, when when uh, look at Puka, nine targets or whatever. When Cooper Cup comes back, are, what if it the the script flips, the roles reverse, and now it's Puka still getting nine targets? I still think he would have been worth all the fab that everyone spent. Well, he and uh, Davlin just said, okay, then he becomes 2-2 and uh, still puts up 15 a game. That's not wide receiver one territory, though. But see, but I, but I still say it's still worth fab. Yeah. You know I mean? He becomes the WR3. Like, with, with, with that could have some WR1 finishes on a week. That happens all the time. What, what does Zay Flowers do this week? Uh, fuck. I know, like, I know I, he got I, a lot of targets. I know that. Right? Tank Dell. Right, these guys, are, these guys are WR3s on a week-to-week basis that could have a WR1 finish. Are they yeah. are they dependable? Probably not. Someone like Puka, if he's going to play that Cooper Cup role, that's someone you just roll out regardless of matchup now. And, and uh, Dennis said, Puka said NFL records. Well, there was a reason why I brought up Jeremy Lin because he set hella NBA records as well. As a rookie, yeah. Well, in those six games or whatever like that he started, like it was like a, a pace that – no rookie had ever got out to any rookie in NBA history. My brother, my brother-in-law from Jersey grew up a Knicks fan. You remember him? Like, yeah, he was on that Lynn Sanity back in the days. He was like, I'm telling you, this kid, bro. He was tight. He, he was tight yeah. uh, at the time, for sure. I mean, especially if you on the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah, because they were trash, straight trash at that time. I guess that's cool about being a Knicks fan, though. It's like, you're always going to play in a sold-out stadium because everybody want to go see that the other team, you <laughs> Yeah, when you play in the Mecca, you know, like shit. And, like, people yeah, are traveling from around the world to, like, you know, yeah, scheduling yeah. their shit around basketball games so they can go to Madison Square Garden and see a basketball game. I want to go see a basketball game in Madison Square Garden. Fucking seems hella dope. And Greg said uh, Ridley was a toe tap away from a TD. Yeah, that would have saved his day fantasy-wise. Man, it was so close, too. Yeah, and there was another one he got overthrown. Oh, no, he caught one and he was already out. Yeah. Oh no, that was Zay. That was Zay. Yeah, that was the. I mean, the one. I mean, that was the toe tap that you're thinking of from Zay, yeah. probably, because it was thrown over his head and he, he was able to tap one in, but couldn't tap the second yeah. toe. Just too far. But he kind of had to put it. He almost had to put it there to put it out of reach of the defender. Like that was. Yeah, it was uh, Trevor not putting it in a place where he could get uh, picked off. And Crispy says, "Bruise knee, puss." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they don't make them like they used to crispy and uh davlin said bogey says no way he'd play him against san france i told y'all minimum eight catches 80 yards well wait but bogey did you play him anywhere against san fran yeah because i did if i had decisions other options that you know if i go back to last week i probably still make those same decisions you know what i mean I feel like he's remembering the story wrong. Were we talking about specifically like someone starting over someone? Because there's a bunch of people that no, I, told. I remember. My my recall is impeccable. I remember him coming and making that proclamation. He's going to get like eight yards or something. I said, "What is he if he gets the volume?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that was the thing. It's like, is he going to get the same volume? You know, now after two games, it's like, oh yeah, Seattle and the Ram and my Niners they run a ton of zone. Of course, he's going to eat up the zone. You know what I mean? Sean McVay. You know, that's one of those ones where they remove the name. Okay, if you remove the name Puka and, and Cooper was playing, you just look at the numbers, you go, oh, that was Cooper. Right? Yeah. You got that role. It's the double-digit target motherfucker. 
That's crazy. I just, it's, I promise you, I couldn't believe it. I yeah. see it again. It's just like anyone who rolled out any rookie receiver week one. Look at people that started Marvin Mims week one. They're trying to tell any Marvin Mims. I don't know. I got to see it first. Yeah. Even after this game, two big catches, one, you know, one goes for a tug. Do I, I don't know if I'm running out and be like, okay, I'm starting every week. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. Like, uh, Addison, how many Addison questions? He said uh, the last time you said a wide receiver did that against San Fran, you said it was a defender tripped and DK did it last year. Yeah. I mean, when, when have I was talking about scoring a touchdown as a receiver? I was talking about <laughs> scoring a touchdown as a receiver. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, I was talking about. Did, did Puka score a touchdown? No. <laughs> did any of the receivers score a touchdown? Nope. <laughs> See, and that's me remembering the data, remembering w- what my Niners do. I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. what gives me caught. If, if I was definitively sure he was going to get double-digit targets, I would be like, listen, probably going to get killed out of the end zone because he get double-digit targets. Who cares about the matchup? You know what I mean? I cared about the matchup going into week one, week two, trying to get people sound advice. Like I said, <laughs> I'm happy I started told people to start B-Rob over him in, in some instances. You know what I mean? Yeah. You said your team bias got in the way. But when San Francisco shuts down wide receivers, how is that team bias? I'm trying to I'm trying to make the right move for fantasy. That's what I'm trying to do. Because Deontay Johnson and George Pickens and all of them did like so great like week one. Like yeah, and then and then even like we're so good against tight ends, and then they they we get a, we give up a fluky ass one reception for a tug to Firemuth. You know what I mean? Because see, like I, I don't know, like saying someone's gonna go eight for eighty, like we can literally say that about anybody. And you know what? Fifty percent of the time we'll be right because they either do it or they don't. Because they have a target market share that we can we can expect. Yeah, I, I want. I want to see. I want to see receipts for like I sat Brandon Ayuk and played Puka. You know, I want to see some receipts like that because I played. Somebody, I played Puka in our six hundred dollar league. Nobody cares. I had like hella injuries, so I just played him because I was like out of options. Yeah, I mean we we had uh, we had a St. Brown versus Ayuk question. I went with St. Brown. It's hard well, to not and, It was Payne Brown, Keenan Allen, and oh, Ayuk. We had, we had two, two. two out of three. And we told yeah, him I mean, like, and that's rough. Yeah. That's rough. Where's my bias there? You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, normal, normally people's going to chase those <laughs> touchdowns. You know what I mean? He was the WR one on the week last week. Was he one or two? Uh, Ayuk, number two behind Hill. Yep. Number two on the right week. Right above Jefferson. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And like, all I about said, matchups, hey. man. Like, I, I mean, cool. Did you win any money by like saying Puka was gonna go like eight for eighty? I hope so, because you're like real, real excited about that. He's probably oh, like, because he hasn't been dynasty everywhere. That's why it's because he picked him everywhere. In sure. And, and you know what though? That's one thing too about. I feel the same way about dynasty or an IDP specifically. Like when you make a right move, you're like, yep. Pat yourself on the back. And you, you know, know what I said? Why didn't you show up at the time of the NFL draft and all that when we're actually doing our dynasty drafts and be like, man, you guys need to draft Puka. I probably would have drafted him in more places just to see maybe this crazy guy is right. I, I drafted him in one dynasty, even traded up back into the draft to go grab him because it was just like there was like blurbs going on. And then that was it. It's almost like then they kept him quiet. Well, it wasn't like Cooper Cup was supposed to die in, in early in the year anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yuck, he said, I played Kyren, league-winning Williams, league-winner Williams. <laughs> as long as that little motherfucker can stay upright, man. Because he actually works behind that bad line. You can't see him, bro. 
it was kind of crazy. It popped up out of nowhere. Like, oh, shit, there he goes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> little, little, little guy. That's like me running out there. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be... Uh... He laid, he laid a hat on somebody too. I was like, okay, Kyron. I mean, it's nuts how much of uh how much of a part he is of the game plan. I mean, leading rusher, third leading receiver, and it's like <laughs> like Kyren is more of a part of the game plan than Van Jefferson like ever will be just on the, Jefferson, on the receiving end, on the receiving end, not even in the running. There's even one right there in the red zone and Van, Van Jefferson drops that shit. Or it would have been clear to the end zone, you know what I mean? Yeah, it happens. See, that's the thing too. Even last week, after last week, I'm not saying nothing about no Van Jefferson. It was like two two, if anything. You know what I mean? Because because after week one, you you can't you can't be like, no, I'm telling you guys, it's gonna. Ha-. You know what I mean? We saw we saw it, so we had something to base on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dennis said, "Tell yeah. me, I have more faith in Tony Poster, Kyron Williams, rest of the season." Well, I mean, why wouldn't we have more faith in the guy who plays for the better team and yeah, has a little bit of a better line and is like top five running back like through week two? Like, come on, man. You know yeah. that. And, and at the end of the day, Pasta is not, not on any of my rosters because of what I was not willing to spend on him in redraft. You know what I mean? And Davlin said, oh, yeah, it's because I have him in 90% of the leagues. But you also said you can't get in leagues with us, right? Because <laughs> your wife would have a cow. I remember that. <laughs> uh, I think he's talking about me being sarcastic and how like my 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 wife won't uh, sign my permission slip. No, that, <laughs> that was him saying he had, he had thirty one teams last year and he added. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he had he has like forty one now. Listen, man, you're a true yeah. DJ. I love it. <laughs> you're you're right at home with us. I promise you. you know I mean? uh, we're just bigger DJs. I mean, come on, we hang out with chicks like Chaotic, who's in like hundred and fifty leagues and all that. Got got to step your bars up, Davlin. Devin playing in more leagues to be. I'm only in 38. <laughs> I've got a shitload of best balls, but they don't count to me. <laughs> well, they should count, but yeah, it's uh I always preface it. I have this many leagues. I have this many that are non-best balls. Oh, I'm actually in 40. I keep forgetting to count those fucking wafer joints. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm in two of those wafer ones. But you know, that's a, that's for sport. Elias said that I drafted him in best ball, but the rest of the draft was uh was mid. Dennis, that's how Warwick Dunn was. Uh, so small, you couldn't see him behind the line. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I remember being excited for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at one point. He would get crushed. And he would die. And, or, and then it even reminds me of, like, like, I was, like, trying to compare him to, like, MJD or, like, Devontae Freeman. Like, other these, who are these other small backs that just work? You know what I mean? But yeah. even Devontae Freeman, he, you know, when you're small and you're running back, you're, you're you know, you're, it's a volatile position to play. You're getting beat up. You know what I mean? Man, Joe said, I hope Gibbs does something next week. I mean, fuck, he had seven receptions. Like, how's that? come on, man. Like, uh, without Monty, he's going to get more work. But that's disrespect right there. Seven receptions. I know it wasn't crazy on the yards, but still. Who do they, who do they got? Uh, uh, who do they got this week? That was the matchup, though, man. They were all, I mean, Monty did play. We expected a big game out Monty of running back. shitload of carries and then got hurt. Exactly. And uh, they play the Falcons. <laughs> That's the play. Yeah. And uh, Greg said, I'm in one best ball league. No way. Well, if you're in best ball, there should be no waivers because that's what best ball actually means. Um, he said three. No, but IR- there's like those, hi- those, those hybrid. Uh, yeah, I know. And yeah. you know what that is, right? That's for people that just don't want to just, just make the decision to start their lineup, but they'll put right. waiver claims. 
Right. I mean, I guess like, you know, if there's something for everyone that works out for some, for the fantasy manager on the go. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, but you better play in a shitload of leagues if you need to like tweak the rules of like best ball. <laughs> yeah, best ball set it. If, I mean, you draft it and leave it. That's that's best ball. This is like yeah, this is like better ball or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is like easy ball. Best balls. I, I don't I don't have to make the choice on who to start or sit, but I get all the trading fun and waiver. Like it cuts right? someone too. <laughs> cut them, fuck them. <laughs> and uh, demo twenty seven said, "Should I trade J- Damian Pierce for Jameer Gibbs?" Um, I mean, what's who? Would someone trade you Gibbs like right at this exact moment when Monty is going to be missing multiple weeks? Yeah, I do that trade. And uh, spoiler alert: it's not a bruised thigh for Monty. He has a quad injury. Mm, that's all bad. <sighs> yeah. We'll get into we'll get into the specifics of the injury, but yeah, he has a quad injury, not a bruised thigh, like they led us to believe. And we just gotta hope he don't get on the IR because that'll be an indication that it's not that serious. But yeah, you he, know, he's missing. Quad, two, that's a couple weeks. He's missing two to five weeks, like it's like minimum two weeks he's missing. Yeah, so if he gets put on the IR, you know, give some clarity here. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a good coming good coming out party for Gibbs going up against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Jerry Judy, soft tissue injury. The fact they didn't put him on the IR, we should have felt good about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, He didn't do great when his first game back. But that's the point, though, is that, like, you know, we were thinking we're going to be without him for a while. You know what I mean? Montgomery, if I'm a Gibbs owner and Montgomery gets put on the IR, like, this is now there should be no excuses. I better not see no Craig Reynolds out there and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Josh Reynolds' (laughs) little brother. Yeah. Yeah, we better not see any shit like that. And um, what do you actually have? Someone offered me Jamar Chase. Um, and what? Running back? Uh, who's E. Wilson? Um, that's uh, from that's from the Rams. Oh no, that's from the Green Bay Packers. Manuel Manuel Lewis Wilson Willis. They said for yeah, so really it's just like let me just throw someone in here to make it an even trade. You just uh, make it you just make the decision harder for him because they have to decide who to drop. And uh for Calvin Ridley or Herbert. And Herbert. Mm, yeah. And he said I gotta take this, right? Well, I mean that's that the running back, Herbert. Mm, I'm assuming QB. Because why the fuck would anyone want Khalil Herbert? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably making that trade to case. <laughs> and Elias, he said, and then there's me. <laughs> Thought being in four leagues was bad. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I was, you know what I hated about when I was playing like single digit leagues? Like, I had four or five leagues. Like, if I found myself just drafting the same type of team somehow. <laughs> Daplin, don't give me your excuses. And hey, hey, our man Hess in the house. Shout out to the cannabis guardian angel. Uh, Daplin, don't give me your excuses. He said, I'm in the corpse. My wife gets free attorney of my free lawyers. She will take half of everything if I don't keep my league count on the low. Yeah, I would love to see someone go in front of a judge and say, 
I'm divorcing my husband because he plays in too many fantasy football leagues. I mean, I want to see that. Send me the tape so we can use that, but it's never going to happen. That's why my first seven marriages failed, bro. (laughs) Don't give me that bullshit, okay? That's funny. He's real serious. Does she know you're watching the show right now? (laughs) That's why he has to stay on Facebook so he can stay anonymous. I got to stay anonymous. (laughs) And Peacock said Pierce is not in the committee. The entire offensive line is injured. Yeah, because didn't they even keep out what's the the fifth guy (laughs) who was like their starter with Larry Tunsil? Yeah. (laughs) The only guy in the world named Laramie. Parents are very confused. I mean, they couldn't decide between Larry and Jeremy. And uh, Texas Stevie, we're going to be getting to the, the injuries in like a few minutes here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're doing what studs and duds. Uh, studs and duds. Yeah, we'll start with the injuries. We'll get some studs and duds actions going there. And uh, oh, has said bulletproof. B Rob the mob got plenty of work. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my guy. Yeah. You want to know why I was why I was just on B Rob? Period. It is because man, this, Eric B. Enemy was a running back, turn running backs coach, turn offensive coordinator. You know what I'm saying? Like he want, but he happened to have Mahomes, right? So yeah. of course they're not gonna be like, let's really emphasize the run. They're shredded. You know what I mean? Like this is gonna be a run centric team once they get it going. You know what I mean? And that's gonna be great for for the Wolf because after they got that run going, they're they're picking they were picking him apart. He was getting surgical lightly, right? Come on, man. Tell me the wolf wasn't out there slinging. Yuck said, y'all haven't met Mrs. Yuck. See, that's the funny thing is like literally every single one of us does not have a partner that is like, hey, go play in a million fantasy football leagues. Not me, not you, not anybody. So we all go through the same shit as men with this. There's not one of us that does not deal with uh, this part of it. I remember 10 years ago when we, it was mandatory in, in my home league to have the meet the league meeting and we're getting loaded as fuck. And that's just how we discussed the rules. Then we would schedule the draft date and then throw a party for the draft. And my girl would be like, man, you guys just have excuses to just throw a party. <laughs> right. Like, but see, she didn't understand. It went until like years in it where, especially when I started doing podcasts now, she's like, I can't believe there's other motherfuckers obsessed off that shit in the world like you. I'm like, oh, they're out there, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> he said, okay, there's a channel on YouTube that uh, that opens card packs and his wife left him during his uh, his live and I was watching. Damn. <laughs> he was just like, uh, uh, ignore that, guys. Um, this next card, <laughs> he tried to keep it together up. Huh? See, that's different than fantasy football. I mean, that's a content creator who's probably like doing like five, ten card breaks a day. Who knows how much he's doing that? It's good. It's good money in those if you got it going like that. Fantasy football. Here's the thing: you could be working a regular job and be away from away from her all the time. You know, you just work all the time. Got to get this money. You know what I'm saying? That's how it goes. And the Joker said, full PPR fields. <laughs> he ain't doing shit. you damn right. He said, who should I drop for cousins? Oh, man. See, I, I guess that is the blessing and the curse 
of uh, <laughs> of playing in single QB leagues. And he said, Field, Algier, Khalil Herbert, Chig. He has Hunter Henry or Alexander Chig. Chig. Yeah, right away. Do it. Well, actually, I guess it's not Tuesday. Right away. Not Wednesday. So, yeah, you got to put in the waiver. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you guys are watching our show, you know he was the discount, you know, top six option because we have him throwing for five thousand wow. And he's pacing. Yeah, not e- and not even top six, right? Like, I mean, we were getting him like QB twelve. No, I'm saying he's the discount, like as far as who could finish in the top six. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. the draft, he was a discounted guy. No one's like, I, I, there were some people like Danny Dumbass, bro. I'm telling you, he's about. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kirk Cousins, though, he already has a career track record of getting <laughs> close to five thousand. And then you add, you 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 add. You know Hawkinson and 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 Addison to Jefferson. That's he's throwing for five thousand on a team that can barely even fucking run the ball. Doesn't even want to run the ball. Tina said, "My wife and I settle every argument with Oklahoma drills." <laughs> he said he's seven and thirteen. <laughs> wife out there smacking him around in the Oklahoma drills. And Matt said, "I'm up thirty against Shahid Juana Man and the Browns D. What are my chances?" Um. I mean, standard like, or PPR? Yeah, and really, like, how much do the defenses score? Like, that's really what it comes down to. Because, like, I don't, I think each of these players can easily go under ten points. And I, but I don't know about the defense. Like, your defenses just score abnormally high. Yeah, and like you know, like if it's sacks are one point, picks are two. You know, Kenny Pickett got picking his name. Maybe he's good for one pick. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I think the Steelers put up points. So, you know, that 10 points that your defense initially is going to get, you know, that probably, probably doing those down to about, like, four. Then, like, you know what I mean? You just got to try to avoid a bunch of sacks and picks. Those, that's what's funny about <laughs> that's that's somebody pass bogey a lighter. Huh? That somebody passed bogey a lighter. <laughs> yeah, let me light up. Let me light up. I got to roll. Shout out to Candlestick. What up? And Dennis. Yeah, See, Dennis is doing it the right way. He said, my wife went from zero leagues last year to four leagues this year that's huge that's huge not even yeah. just not even starting off with one just diving in diving into four my dj i don't even know how to pronounce this my degenerationism is rubbing off on her Love yeah it. hell yeah degeneratism yeah and Minnesota Viking Queen says, uh, said Dennis, that's so sweet. Is she liking it so far? I mean, she was in here answering, que- asking questions and stuff. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, she drafted some bad, she, she, her team's just some bad motherfuckers too. And uh, what up, Nick Tab? He said, I convinced my girl to make her own female league with her friends. Nice. Because really, it's, I mean, it's about fantasy football. But it is about the camaraderie. Like, usually it's like, you know, a home league with, like, your friends, a work league with, like, your work peeps or, like, whatever. Like, that's usually how it starts with some kind of something that brings camaraderie. To destroy the ones that we love. (laughs) What can we do where we can talk shit and enjoy this thing that we already enjoy? Oh, this is my favorite. Let's make it painful. Right. (laughs) Fantasy well, football at its core. The joy and the pain that is fantasy football. True or false, Bogey? Fantasy football at its core is proving that you're better than your friends. Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen the meme. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a meme that you made that actually is floating around. <laughs> what up, Austin? And Stranger said, wouldn't the proper word be 
Degenerateness. Ooh, I like it. Or uh, de degenerative nature. De degenerative properties. <laughs> Qualities. And Dalen. Is, is this Dalen? Can we call you Dylon? It just sounds cooler. And uh, he's I, I, I thought you were just pronouncing it wrong, man. <laughs> Do it's I trade Swift for Chase? If you can trade away Swift and bring back Chase, do yes, it. Do it. <laughs> That'd be insane. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I mean, and Austin said, I report on Monty. Sounds like good news. What? He has a quad injury. <laughs> is it a bruised quad? Because when they say quad, we just think it like this is soft tissue. You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, and they even came out and said it's likely going to take a few weeks to heal. I mean, it was swelled up so bad that they put ice on that thing right away. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He said, "Okay, it's Daylin." Okay, well, if you haven't watched the Chappelle show, that's why we say Dylon. Because who's the best five rappers alive, Bogey? Dylon, 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 and Dylon. <laughs> has said, I hope Kelly has a much better game versus Minnesota's crappy D. I yes. think that anybody who is a starting running back in the NFL can go over 69 yards against the Minnesota Vikings. 69, dudes. So you got to start your running after week, after two weeks. You got a running back, start him against Chicago. You got a running back, start him against Minnesota. Hell yeah. Who else are we picking on so far? Let's see. Who's giving Oh, you got a running back? Don't start him against Tennessee. As no. much as I love the idea of Kelly, how many times have we told people not to play Kelly this week? All bad. All of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there may have been like one person that we told to do it, and it was because it was so Shit. bad. Like the other options, we were like, all right, I guess Kelly. They're like, but don't expect a good game. Um, and that's also like, you know, just me expecting like Eckler to miss more time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, Steelers, I mean, I know that it was the Niners last week and like it's about to be Chubb, you know, this week, but Steelers missing yeah. Cam Hayward now for multiple, multiple weeks as well. Steelers are going to be one of those teams you play running backs against them. Plus, I mean, the Steelers have been doing this for the last two years. They're buying right. three against the run. Right. Uh, last two years, last two seasons, they're just picking up right where they left off. What up, Antonio? Antonio in the house. What up, birthday twin? And Dalen said he got offered uh, Wilson for Swift. Which Wilson? Garrett? I mean, he's, we're going to talk about him. Like, we're about to jump into the injuries, like, right now. So, um, waiting here, the injury report on him, and uh, you can decide. Joseph Moss, versus <laughs> Joe said Moss versus the Ravens. How about nobody versus the Ravens? Like, Ravens' run D is ferocious. That's all that's ferocious. About yeah, him, um, flip Zach Moss now. Yeah, he ain't playing Zach Houston. Every week. Oh yeah, that's right. You running backs start him against Houston, <laughs> of course. Other bottom three run defense for the past three seasons. <laughs> Definitely do that. Um, we're gonna see if Carolina Panthers. We're we're gonna see tonight. Yeah, if they're one of those teams that we say start all your running backs versus. Yeah, good man. Tyler Algier, Al Boo Boo, and B Rob. Him on them week yeah. one. Yeah. And so here it is. What Jamal can do. Yeah, let's go, Jamal. 
Okay. So yeah. Jalen said it was Garrett. Yeah. I mean, I would probably do Garrett uh, for Kelly. I mean, for a Swift. Yeah. Send it. And Dennis said, can we play Aaron Rodgers highlights this season before we dump him into our injuries? I sent it on Facebook. <laughs> no, it was only the hard. It was only the hard knocks uh, highlights, right? <laughs> oh, I thought, was, I thought it was just going to be the one snap or like the four snaps. Him, yeah, I mean, fun. not even highlights, just the four total plays that he was able to run. Was it me or did he look like yokier in the Jets? You know, yeah. maybe, maybe it's the colors. Kind of look the same. It's the different green. Maybe. It's the non-yellow helmet. Oh, man. Yuck said Breida is going to be this week's Kelly. Said he's ass biscuits, <laughs> though I'm not buying. Well, see, the reason why you buy them if you can is to potentially move them to the Saquon manager or really, I, I mean, man, it, it's the scarcity. Like, that's really what it is. It's about, I mean, unless you really want a landmine to go out there. That's what it also yeah. is. Like, um, shit, I release, I release stuff back into the wild all the time. Last week, I cut Zach Moss just to make room. I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, fuck it. Because nobody was – I was trying to flip him, <laughs> but I had to make moves. Now it's like, man, if I just waited one week, you know what I mean? Because then I would have been – I probably would have been able to move him to, like, the person who lost. Like, in our league, shout out to Zoo. He had Saquon and J.K. Dobbins. So it's like, you know what I mean? He might have been looking at like, Zach Moss like, oh, yeah, let me get that Zach Moss. You know what I mean? Which one is that? The uh, the green ball? Yeah. Oh man, that's rough. And you got all the running backs too, so you know what I mean. You might be able to talk to him. That's why he's like, "Which one is that one?" He's like, <laughs> that was uh, that, that was my uh, that was really one of the philosophies I was trying to pound home to everybody. It's not go chunky running backs, <laughs> just all running backs. Really, just get one good one at the top. Build evenly, but just stack up these running backs because at the end of the day, the reason why running backs are usually drafted higher is the position scarcity, and it always comes into play. Mm-hmm. Always, just you know, it just sucks. Like if you get the bad guard and you just have all the running backs keep getting hurt because that happens a lot too. I mean, I had Aaron Jones go down in week one. Luckily, I got a guy like you, Rob, who's right there, and just so I don't miss a beat. <coughs> yeah, like. And, it, and you know what was cool about B-Rob this week? It wasn't just that Antonio – like, people that were Antonio Gibson truthers were like, oh, well, now it's all B-Rob because he fumbled. Like, like, you fumble, you have a fumbling history, Antonio Gibson, you know what I mean? That's what, that's what fucks you up when you fumble and you have a fumbling history, you know what I mean? Because he's, he's still got a good amount of work yesterday. And really what it is, I think there's just a big talent discrepancy at the running back position between those two. I think yeah, B Rob is just way better than Gibson out of the back. Yeah, B, B Rob actually played running back for four years in yeah. Bama, right? Right. Versus a guy who played what? He had 70 total rush attempts, something like that. 70 total touches in college. Yeah. That was Antonio Gibson. Complete project. You know what I mean? Raw. I mean, that guy was a third rounder, right? I mean, you draft guys like that in the third round, not these projects, and draft them in the first round like people think you should. And uh, Zuku, he said, I traded JK before the season for love. He said, oh, okay. uh, love and flowers. Okay. He said, but, wow. he had, but he had Monty and Barkley, though. Oh, that's what it was. That's who the word. Okay. Still too yeah, big. Bro, that was a good deal. You got you came up on Jordan and love yeah. for a running back. Because that, that was there. Because really, the Packers' D is just, I mean, Jair is Jair, but their D is just so bad that he's going to have to throw it like this. Yeah. Really is. 
goes back to what I was saying all offseason, man. Like they really gonna have to if they can't run the ball, their defense ain't gonna ain't gonna keep no points off the off the off the board. Man, yeah, he, had, he still only threw for 151 yards. He got lucky. Like, man, he should have had like three interceptions. Three, three interceptions got yeah. dropped. You know what's crazy too? It's like now, after two weeks, like Green Bay is more reputation, and that that reputation was with Rodgers. But what I like for is that for fantasy, if you had Jordan Love, you're not mad at it, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a super flex QB. Also, look at they stroke they they still gave up a shitload of points, whether it was garbage time or not, to Chicago. And then they couldn't fucking put away Atlanta and they left them in the game to come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was Desmond fucking Ritter who who throws Man. a bunch of passes that should be picked as well, but he has playmakers that can, they got fucking dummy wingspan. You know what I mean? Me and Tino have been on the same page about Green Bay just being like super, super ass. They are. Yeah. Yeah, and I've been saying it all offseason that we should expect Jordan Love to be chucking that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's kind of – I can't wait till Christian Watson comes back. Help out my Romeo Dobbs, man. It's, I mean, it's probably better that they're keeping him out, I mean, versus bringing him back and injuring yeah, for reality. And, yeah. I'm talking for fantasy. Bring his bring his busted ass out of that and play decoy or something, man. We don't, we don't have the snaps. We'll get that tomorrow when we, uh, when we talk waivers. I'm sure all the snap percentages and everything will be up. I mean, that's what sucks about Dobbs is like they didn't leave him out, but he's out there playing limited fucking snaps, and then like, yeah, yeah it's just all bad. Yeah, and then J- Jalen Reed benefit benefiting from lesser coverage yeah. to the two, the two touchdowns. Yeah, and AJ Terrell that's just going to be a thing all year. We just got to remember that. And that's yeah, the cornerback for the Falcons, if you guys don't know. Shutting yeah, motherfuckers down. Saying. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, and receivers start them all against Chicago also. Yeah, I mean Chicago is just like we're if you have any player going up against Chicago, you just start them. Like it almost doesn't even matter. Look at how bad they are everywhere. Oh man. They're going up against the Chiefs next week. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Chiefs need a real, real bounce back game here. Throwing up a big 40. Oh no, is it Kadarius Tony's coming out party? Oh man. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Nah, this needs to be like Travis Kelsey, like 20 receptions for like 300 yards. Just like get it back on pace, you know. Like I, mean, Isaiah, I can see Isaiah Pacheco finally get, getting a bill. We need it, man. We need I mean, it. he had some big gashes last uh, yesterday. <laughs> Austin said, fire up Tony. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, Austin said my buddy's a Packers fan. And he swears the Packers are the real deal. Packers have a very. Is he easy- watching the games that we're watching? <laughs> so you mean to tell me Atlanta's the truth? Man, they must be. If like he thinks that the Packers are the real deal, that means Atlanta's the Who, titty. Who's undefeated in the uh, NFC? Niners. Uh, Falcons. Cowboys. Eagles. Cowboys, Commandos. Niners. Commandos. Falcons. Bucks. Saints. As of right now. Yeah, a lot of undefeated teams over there right now. And but see, but is this taking any kind of shape right now? Like when you look at the records, it doesn't change. You're not seeing like, oh, okay, Atlanta's the truth. No, not none of that. Right. I mean, there's only two undefeated teams in the AFC. That's the Dolphins and the Ravens. A Browns have a shot to go undefeated, but that's it though. As of right now, there's only potentially three undefeated teams over there, and in the NFC, there's one, two, three. 
Yeah, four, five. When six. I look at the records right now, it's not like I'm seeing some kind of playoff. No, it's, it's a lot of bad. It's a, it's a lot of bad schedules in the NFC because like if uh, the Falcons they beat up on a rookie led Carolina Panthers and then they beat up on the Packers who are clearly trying to get it together with Jordan Love. Yeah, and their defense is so bad. Yeah. Packers yeah, are still leading their division right now at one and one. <laughs> wow. Everybody, Over the everybody. Lions, because they have more points for. Yeah. Wow. I, and I thought the Lions should have put away Seattle there. Of course, here comes Goffel doing Goffel things. He throws the game away at the end. And that's crazy because you can't even say that's really Goffel things in the last. I mean, he had like the longest streak of like not throwing uh, pass attempts without a pick. He was about to. He was about to break Aaron Rodgers' record, and then they, they 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 picked his ass to hell. Take that one home. Yep. All right. Let's see. Fantasy row. Let's see. We're gonna jump into the injuries right now. Let me mark this here. Peacock said, at worst, Puka is a top 15 wide receiver for three more weeks. Yeah, minimum, right? Till cut comes back. And it's like, I mean, I have a, I had a mushroom Molly epiphany yesterday. This is a motherfucking, like, they really can move cup. Like, when he comes back, you know what I mean? They go up against the Bengals. They go up against, actually, let me just team they go up against the Bengals, the colts and the eagles i mean Bengals shouldn't be too tough for puka i mean they don't really have the best secondary yeah, uh, texas just threw, the texas just threw all over the colts colts have garbage uh, corners but yeah you get the uh, eagles i mean that's gonna be a tough test over there for puka because maybe slay follows puka it's gonna be know. it's gonna be a scheme thing yeah scheme versus defense <laughs> and Antonio said the necklace is fire. The the weed necklace, yeah. <laughs> All right. Unintended. Let's see. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. We're gonna jump right into the injuries. Tina said slaying shit. <laughs> All right, here we go. Into the injuries. <clears throat> Coming in hot. What up, what up? All right. We got some injuries for you today. If you guys are watching on replay, make sure you smash that subscribe button. Turn on all the notifications on the channel. Let's start off with some QBs. Anthony Richardson, El Concusto. It did not look good. It was when he was running in that um, second touchdown. He gets thrown to the ground. <coughs> Smacked on the turf. Yeah, on the turf. This is why we need grass, because the grass would have softened the blow a little bit. He self-diagnosed right away. He's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yep, yep, I'm out of here. Get me out of this game. He was already wobbly. So let, let's see what happens. I mean, this could be. It could be a no, missing zero weeks. It could be missing a week or two. This is why you got to follow us right here because every Monday through Friday, we're bringing you fantasy news today, and we're going to be giving you the updates on the practice reports. This one sucks. Joe Burrow re-injured the calf. 
oh man, is this just something we're going to be dealing with all week? Like, I don't even know if he's going to miss any time, but just like dealing with this calf injury, it's obviously, it's obviously messing him up right now. Man, get they get his ass in the shotgun, bro. Why didn't they just listen to Chase? Should have kept him out till like week five, at least until he's a hundred percent. Not not all the way, a hundred percent, and then he keeps <laughs> he keeps getting hurt. Jake Browning in the super flex just to block the the Burrow guy. Maybe you could flip him to him. You could do that all, all this week too. Before anything, you know what I mean. Whoever has Burrow, especially in the super flex, there. I mean, because if you got him in a single QB and you drafted like in August, you weren't reaching up to get him. People were scared of that cap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, it's ugly over there. So we'll see what happens. Um, we just got to follow the practice reports because he's day-to-day as of now. So it's not like we know he's going to miss or not miss. So we just got to be following. David Montgomery. So we got more injury news. It's actually a quad injury. It's not a bruised thigh. And they're saying he's going to miss. They're saying it's going to be a few weeks. So – I'm assuming, I mean, for any kind of like quad injury, we're usually missing like one to two weeks minimum. I mean, we see guys miss up to four to five weeks with this. So we'll see. But Jameer Gibbs versus Atlanta Falcons. People are going to be excited to finally play him. Where's the guy? And the Falcons are lightweight. Rough on defense for fantasy, man. Yeah. Now, this happened on Saturday, but Amari the Pooper Scooper, they said he's unlikely to play tonight. He re-injured his groin. Um, groin strain is what, they, what they're what they calling it. This sucks. This sucks. Sucks for Watson. Kind of a bitch. For, yeah. So we'll be following this. Who knows if he misses any more than week two. They may keep him out just I mean, now he's already he's injured it, and now he's re-injured it in practice. Like it's not good. So, who's uh, who's going to be the beneficiary because of it tonight? You think? Um. Okay. The, the 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 depth chart says that the guy who steps in, Marquise Goodwin. I think like if there's a a long term injury for for the pooper scooper, it's Cedric Tillman kid. But, you know, the beneficiary for sure has got to be Elijah Moore immediately. Like, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, they got him. They traded for him for a reason. We got to see it, bro. He's a weapon, bro. Watch Harrison Bryant go out there and get two touchdowns. (laughs) I mean, they're tough against the tight. They're tough against the tight end. Yeah. Steelers. Or maybe it's because that could be skewed, too. That could be that no one attacks them with the tight end because they're too busy running down their throat. You know what I mean? The tight ends are blocking his shit out. Let's see Nick Chubb just go out there and go wild. I mean, come on. I'm expecting it. Yeah. He got more receptions last week than I think a lot of people were expecting. And what if he goes out there and gets like five, six receptions? What? Because let's see. What did he get last week? He got four. Four receptions. The yardage wasn't crazy, but still, like there was very few games where we saw him get four receptions last year. Really, any time in his career, we're not seeing that. I mean, I can't really think of any time I've seen him take a screen. You know what I mean? 
And they did say this year that they plan on, I mean, it's one of the reasons why they didn't bring back Kareem Hunt. They said he's going to be getting more work in the pass game. Because, man, when you pay a guy as much as you're paying Nick Chubb, got to do double duty. Got to do it. Nick Chubb, one of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet, too. 5.5 yards per carry for a career? Like, that's insane. Career average right there. Or over five. Yeah, I don't know if it's 5.5, but it's it over 5. five. 5. Yeah. It, it, that was that continued last year. I mean, I don't know what he was week one. If that continued, you know what I mean? If he's pacing again. Um, 5.9 in week one. <laughs> Better. 18 carries for 106. It got and chubbier. He, <laughs> and then he had his four receptions for 21. Just stay healthy, my friend. Devontae Adams, El Kincusto. So just these are things that we got to follow throughout the week. If we see him practicing on Wednesday or Thursday on track, and then we want to see just some kind of practice on Friday, and then you can get cleared on Saturday. Jalen Waddle, El Kincusto, same thing there. Man, it was just uh Monday night too. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. I'm just saying, like cool. hopefully, like that counts as a day. <clears throat> Yeah, it was a fucked up hit on him. That's what was just bullshit. Yeah. It was dirty. Yeah. Garrett Wilson. He just had the wind knocked out of him. He is good to go. Nothing um, nothing to worry about with Garrett Wilson as far as an injury. GW? <laughs> Trade and for yeah. him. How many people do you think sat Garrett Wilson and like, what do you think they did when they saw that touchdown? Um, I mean, I didn't expect it to. I, I didn't expect it to be a competitive game, really. So that's right. you know. So if, 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 if that was the logic for people to sit Garrett Wilson, because it's like really like who'd you sit him for? It's not like yeah. you're deciding over which flex to play. When you have a Garrett Wilson, a guy that talented. You play them. We don't ever hear us like, oh, well, they're playing the secondary and blah, blah, blah. We only said stuff about with Puka last week because we don't know. Puka ain't proven to be one of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Garrett Wilson is. You know what I'm saying? You play him. If he gets, if you, if you die with him, bro. If he gets you a zero, that's, you know what I mean? You knew you were still on the right track because he's a big upside play. Maybe, maybe the. the he didn't the, have Aaron Rodgers last year and he did very well. Last year. Now he's coming in. You don't in. have Aaron Rodgers this year. <laughs> Newsflash, everybody. It looks like he's doing very well so far. Touchdown in each game. Because who else do they have who demands red zone targets over him? Like, nobody demands it. Um, Someone may be wide open, and it may be kind of fluky, but, man. When like, you see Zach Wilson, that, that you know why they got Aaron Rodgers. You know why they – we're like really trying to retain Mike White. You know, you know what I mean? There's you know said, hold up, when did Wilson become one of the baddest men on the planet? Everybody what? drafted him that way this year. Everybody drafted Gary him. Will- Listen, <laughs> you know what's crazy? I, I'm he's a Tina's a cowboy. I'm gonna use CeeDee Lamb as an example. CeeDee Lamb, everybody wanted him to be this guy, right? The first couple of years, he was not that guy. He was drafted with with, with a and being projected as finishing a WR1, he was a WR2 the first couple of years. It yeah. wasn't until last year he finally finished as a, as a WR1. I think he was, what, was he like eight, six? What was he? You know, said his stock went up because of A Rod. That is not true. He was being drafted high in our very, dynasties before A yeah. Rod was in the picture. Listen, I can, I can agree. That's very true. 
Because then before that, I just wouldn't even have Garrett Wilson because I don't want to. I didn't want the Zach Wilson experiment, right? Or but whoever. it's also because you had to draft him so high to get him. Though, yeah, right? exactly. Then then when Aaron Rodgers is there, it's like, oh yeah, I'll take a shot on him. Dynasty, I could have him for two years, right? That's what I'm thinking. See, in redraft, I had zero of Garrett Wilson because of where you had to go up and get him. I, like you know, he was he was getting going in the range of like he was going over Waddle and Higgins. Yeah, you know, I would just be like, I'll just wait and grab Waddle or Higgins. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like I can get the same thing out of him. And it's the same thing with Waddle and Higgins, too. We're never sitting those guys. You know what I'm saying? And T- Tino said, A-Rod's gone. It's plummeting. Well, it's plummeting from people drafting him as a top six guy to now. Like, if you had to redraft right now, he's still going in the top 12. I'm, I'm always going to find the caveat. And the caveat for, for Zach Wilson and – being the quarterback throwing at Garrett Wilson is that like, I think now in two weeks he averaged fourteen fantasy points. Is that what what did, what did Garrett Wilson put up uh, yesterday? 16. 14 16. in week one, eighteen in week two. There you go. So he's averaging sixteen points. Last and he's year, on pace for seventeen touchdowns. <laughs> last year, as a rookie, he scored. He averaged twenty PPR points with every QB that wasn't Zach Wilson. So, with that said. I'm okay for just shaving off a couple points here. Give me that average for fantasy. I'm okay with it. It's going to be ugly. Don't watch the game. Matter of fact, these numbers that we just gave y'all, this could be basis for you flipping Garrett Wilson if you if you feel like you have him and you don't want him no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can yeah. tell him everything we just said. Hey, listen, bro, he, he averaged 20 PPR points with everybody else last year when it wasn't Zach Wilson, bro. Now he in there, he averaging 16. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not so bad. Next week's going to be a tough task versus New England, but I don't know. They're losing all their corners over there as well. Like That's something bad for them. Yeah, they might just run all – see, they might run all over New England too, if that – I mean, but listen, this, that's another thing too. Is like, man, New England, they stomp the shit out of the Jets every time. <laughs> like, no sportsmanship. Yeah. You remember the, remember the other year? And they're bringing the house. Bruh, the other year, remember, they destroyed them as like like – Brandon Bolden had like everyone on that team had rushing touchdowns. They're just like pounding on. It was like forty to like fucking seven or three or whatever it was. Yeah, and like, and, no. and I know Tino's talking redraft, so let me clarify with what I'm saying. Garrett Wilson's value rose tremendously from year one to year two in Dynasty. When redraft people came around, A Rod was already in the picture. So yeah, of course the value goes incredibly through the roof. But his value raised from him being drafted i don't even know wide receivers 20s 30s something last year in dynasty to being drafted as a top eight guy and like people aren't even thinking twice about it in dynasty before a rod even got there let's see brandon Ayuk, left shoulder ac sprain to his left shoulder and it was on the very first catch and then he re-injured it on the second catch and that's why he was what he would he miss a quarter or so, basically, basically missed the, the pretty much the whole second quarter. Yeah, and then that's what helped him out too, because then you get the halftime, get a little sensual massage, and he was back out there. But then it was like, like what you would say, like a decoy fashion, <laughs> you know? Pretty much. pretty much. I mean, you know, Brox's type, he'll hit you, he'll put it right where only you can get it, and it sucks if like you know, I mean, you can't lift your arm. <laughs> Yeah. You got the body catch that motherfucker. Oh, OBJ. 
ankle and it was a re-injury on that ankle and they said it's uh it's a mild mild ankle sprain the game was so out of hand in their favor they, they went out of brock back didn't even matter i bet and, you get jealous of zay flowers i mean he, he just seems like he gets jealous period seems like he has that quality he's getting paid a lot more than zay flowers is um on a year-to-year basis he's showing him how the veterans do it up listen kid when you get to my to my stage bro you get an ankle and you pay, you kick it. <laughs> Shot, hold on, my phone's ringing. Yo, what up, Alan Robinson? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me call you back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers be like, I'm hurt. <laughs> so we don't know if OBJ is going to miss or not with this ankle sprain. I'm assuming he's going to miss at least one game. This but... is good. We want Zay Flowers to be the constant thing. And even when OBJ is out there, it's even better because he's the one they have to respect with, with the best coverage. Well, that's what I'm saying. We'd want him out there just because yeah. it takes away a corner who would be sticking him. I mean, he goes down in the pecking order. So you we'll see. We're going to follow. I think OBJ really just wants to get into the playoffs. He's like, oh, just save me to the playoffs. Yeah. Trying to get back, trying to get back to the Super Bowl. And like actually play somehow throughout an entire Super Bowl game. I mean, That's he would have been the Super Bowl. You know what's crazy? He would have been a Super Bowl MVP. Maybe. I mean, if he does any more than and what he yeah. already did. Yeah. Yeah, because then right after it's like Cooper Cup did everything and he got it. Right. Like, you know what's crazy? How come no one gives like okay, it's all the numbers too, right? And then obviously they how are they vote the MVP? But man, Stafford, the no look to Cooper Cup for the win. Yeah. What the fuck? 420 AM radio. OBJ is the Kawhi Leonard of the NFL. That was disrespect to Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard took a team that, like, never won it ever and, like, won it with them. I I get what he's saying, that, like, he's the guy that floated around and and then, you know, got one, like, you know, as as a journeyman. Kawhi was never a journeyman, though. Yeah, that was, like, his third team, wasn't it? I don't think so. Not at that time. You're right. Pretty he might have sure. like three teams after that. He got it. He got it with the Spurs, and he was the one who was on yeah. the line, like shooting. Yeah. And then, and then well, didn't he go to another team after that before he went to to Toronto? I swore that. Uh, I, I swore I'm, that. I'm, he not, went I'm not the NBA guy, so I'm not gonna stunt. You know what I mean? I swore that he went to Toronto right after, but let's check it. Because he won it with the Spurs. That was a minute ago. He was MVP, right? That series. Um, where's, where's Peacock at when we need? He just knows all yeah. the Texas. Everything. Yeah, he went from the Spurs to the Raptors and then to the Clippers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's on three teams, but yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. OBJ. So and, yeah, he did, and he was the Finals MVP in 2014. Yeah. Damn. He was the one who like shut down LeBron. I mean, come on. Like you see him, like LeBron, like there was like a. Some like short little clip where like LeBron was like coming back into the game and they announced him and then like he's like, Come on, hurry, hurry, hurry. And then like Kawhi got up and he's like, got all pissed because Kawhi was coming back in to shut his ass down. You know what? He's OBJ is not the Kawhi Leonard because OBJ might have won it with the Rams, right? America isn't like, hey OBJ, free food everywhere. This guy wanted for an entire country. <laughs> and then he left them. Yeah. And he could still go back there and he eat for free for life. Yeah. In in Canada, bro. 
at 420 AM radio said Kawhi sits a lot during the regular season games to maintain his rest. Well, that's they now, though. But that's now, though. That wasn't his entire that. career. They all do that, that when they get to this stage of their career. What's the what's the average minutes for like a LeBron in the regular season? Like especially mid season. No idea. No idea. Not a lot though. Yeah, and then you know I mean? he got that crazy buzzer beater, if I remember right. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of things for uh, for Kawhi. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was in Game Seven to like get them to the finals, like when they were like coming back from like down two games or some shit like that. All right, let's get back to the injuries. Darnell Mooney. Knee sprain. They said it doesn't sound too serious, but he's still he's still week to week as of now. So they think that he's going to miss this next game. And everybody, don't go run to get Claypool. <laughs> don't you do it. He scored a touchdown. This is overreacting Monday. This is overreacting Monday. I'm going to save you guys now. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. They're playing the Chiefs. The Chiefs give up booty to the wide receiver. You're, you're gonna play. You're gonna pick him up and play him. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> and Austin said, "Claypool to the moon." No, it's <laughs> we're just gonna play devil's advocate. Sometimes just makes things more fun because I know there's some crazy assholes out there who can be. Oh, we gotta get Claypool. They're going up against the Chiefs. They're gonna throw like 50 times. Like everyone's gonna have 200 yards over there. No. You know, heard that before. <laughs> Tino said I'm starting Claypool this week in spite. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, man. Hey, we said the same thing about about the, the Jags, right? The yeah. Jaguars. We yep. said, right? Shootout, baby. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I hate that logical gambling bogey always says the right thing. Yeah, just take the under on this. Man, shut up, logical bogey. <laughs> We're gonna fucking shoot it out. The only guy who he called correct in that game was Evan Ingram because he went out there and did his thing for the tight ends. I don't think anybody saw Christian Kirk going out there and just being like third fiddle who barely played last week to coming out and getting 11 receptions and 110 yards. That, I mean, was this a scheme thing in week one? I mean, like, they, you know what's annoying? They like, said they, the they fuck happened. All week they even said, dude, this is what annoyed the fuck out of me. I just, I just, I was like, fuck that, they're lying. They're like, we're gonna get Christian Kirk involved. He was like, squeaky, he was squeaky wheeling. Yeah, he was squeaky wheeling. You know what I'm saying? And he's getting paid out there, man. He's getting paid. They gotta give him the ball. Uh, he's definitely getting paid more than Zay Jones. <laughs> Probably not more than Ridley, but he's definitely getting more than Zay Jones. And and that wasn't even the thing. Like they did, like they did not go to Zay either. Like they went to him for the money. You know what I mean? <laughs> Austin said starting Claypool over Chase this week. It is overreaction Monday. <laughs> starting the wrong Chase, man. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll play. Uh, who are we just talking about right now? Claypool? Nah, before we, we were just talking oh, about. Um, Kirk. I'll play Kirk over Claypool. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get let me get out my list of the people that I'd play over play uh, Claypool. <laughs> It'll be like Jericho and his 400 move uh, list. All right, DK Metcalf, ribs. Man, it was some bullshit. Uh, yeah. The way that he got hit, it was early in the game. He did come back, but um, who was the corner that hit him? Because he was all he was dogging him all day. That son of a bitch. <laughs> I like it. That guy's a dog. No wonder they got rid of him. It was uh, Kirby Joseph. Oh, he's a safety. Am I, have I got that right? 
Let me see. Uh, let, let me go double. Let me go double check that. Because I think he is a corner. Because they had him on a ball game. Yeah, he wouldn't be a safety doing that, obviously. Um. Yeah. You know what? He is the safety. I, no, he is the safety. I was thinking of the wrong guy. It's JJ Jerry Jacobs. That's the corner who smashed the shit out of him and who was on him. Okay, because I, I could have swore it was Joseph too. Maybe it's just I was loaded though. Well, I mean, he no, was getting double watching that game. I was just he was getting he was getting double teamed a lot. Pause. And whenever the double team was on, it was Kirby Joseph who was okay, the other, was the guy over the top. So it was happening, and, and maybe it was uh, Joseph who hit him that one time. But I know Jacobs laid some wood on him a couple times. And I told Gino. You better show me that last year wasn't an outlier. Because after week one, I was like, hmm. And he went out there and did his thing. And Vincent said DK is too tough to go down, even if the rib injury lingers. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't see him missing any time. But it sucks that he's going to be dealing with it. Um, It's because his diet is poor. What does he eat? All candy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, my main diet. Because he's probably jawsing, but like... He posted is like all like gummy worms and fucking all kind of just, just candy. That's what he eats. He says, "Yeah, and you know what it is? He probably went to the Marshawn. Like he went to Marshawn's nutritionist. You know, I mean, he's he's like Marshawn like, scores all these touchdowns because of the Skittles. He's like, oh, welcome to Beast Mode Nutrition. <laughs> I'm Marshawn. <laughs> <laughs> DK, what he, he took the course out. He's like." All he eats is candy. That's what he says, man. And and I think it was it was it was the post. It was like a bunch of candy, and he was like shredded, like had like an eight pack and shit. Yeah, probably sarcastic, but <laughs> yuck said airheads and skittles. There you go. And Tino said, "Are you kidding me? Gummy worms are not unhealthy. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I love gummy worms. I love gummy things. I mean, yeah, I you're the man." He said, "I'm high as shit, and I'm fucking loving this cast." <laughs> You know we hear that a lot. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, it's all about me. It's all yeah, about keeping the shit, uh, keeping the shit lit. And um, if we could bring some joy to somebody, bro, that's the shit to me. Hell yeah! And uh, last one here that I got on the list: Logan Thomas. Man, what a dirty ass hit for Kareem Jackson. Um, El Kincusto got hit right in the fucking face. And we'll see if he misses any time. You know, he's amongst the other guys that we're just going to be monitoring all week. <laughs> Kareem Jackson is going to get a fine again, right? Because he he just concussed Jacoby Myers. My baloney has a first name last week. And then he tried to fool NBA too, right? They're all oh, 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 me too. <laughs> I'm hurt too. And they kicked, they kicked his ass out of the game. So his reputation already precedes him there. And then Adam Schefter, like that night, they, um, they, the NFL is discussing whether they're going to discipline him uh, more than that. Because he got fined last week. He's getting a fine this week for sure. But missing a game or whatever, missing two games. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it, that would have to be the punishment. And it would only be one game. Because when you get kicked right. out, they count that as the game. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends on when you get kicked out, right? Like, I can't. That was, I think that was the second quarter. It was late in the game. It was was later in the game. It was the second half. Was it? Okay. Maybe it was the third quarter then. Okay. Because you got to remember that first half, it was the tail of two halves. The Broncos were smashing. And then they couldn't do it. They couldn't get anything going after that. It was, and then Russ was just like, let me just throw a couple picks, get them back in this thing. (laughs) Yeah. He got them right back in that game, bro. 
And Hess said, Logan Thomas is cursed. He can't stay on the field. Sucks. He has a lot of talent. This one wasn't his fault. He just got smacked in the face for no reason. And when he cut, this is how it happened. He catches the touch. I'm like, yes, I'm right. No, he's dead. Because, you know, Titans are real. They feel really good when you hit on them. Yeah. Yes, I told people to start with Logan Thomas. And I did it too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, he's dead. And it's like, no, no. Now I have to scour the waiver again. Fucking. And Logan Thomas, awesome. Former QB converted to tight end. I yeah. love those type of receipts. Those when you have a quarterback like look at Julian Edelman, even like a Jacoby Myers, guys like that, when they convert to, to receiver, they know exactly where, where they know they, it's because they, they know how to find the soft spots in the D. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? A little impotent, a little impotence in the defense. <laughs> They're soft over here in this D right here, right? In this, bro. Yeah, Antonio said that guy's an asshole. I hope he gets suspended. What the fuck is his problem, man? He's literally out there headhunting, man. Come on. And he's 35 fucking years old. You know what you're doing out there, bro. <laughs> Fucker. Wily old vet. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, man. Yeah, so that's some bullshit with Logan Thomas. That's the end of the of our week two injury report. We got two more games to go, so make sure you come back for the Monday Night Football that we, do we got any, we got any update on the Saquon? Oh, do, do we not talk about yeah, Saquon? Yeah, we didn't talk about Saquon. Oh, that we think um, that it could be a high ankle? Oh, that's what they're saying? Could be. I mean, there's not. They're waiting for the, we're waiting for the MRI stuff from Saquon. And, yeah, let's all, let's all smoke <laughs> about that because, oh, man, it's not good. And, like, what's even worse is, it's like it's how ironic he gets hurt making a team play for a team that doesn't give two shits about him. Well, I mean, yeah, they didn't want to pay him. It sucks when you're a running back that has an injury history and there's a new regime that comes into the organization and they're like, okay, we don't care about you. <laughs> fuck David Gettleman. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, fuck what he did. They don't even like that they have Danny Dumbass, I'm sure. They made him hurt. Even the contract they gave him wasn't even like, what is he getting, phony? It's like a Dak Prescott contract. I mean, no offense to Dak. I'm just saying, like Dak was like a Dak know, three years ago contract. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Even the Dak three years ago. <laughs> I'm at least that good. I mean, look at Josh wow. Allen. He even got when he got the extension. He was like, hell yeah, just in case them, you know, people find out I might be secret bad. You know what I mean? Because like when he got extended, that was like out. It was his first good year for real. Yeah. Flashed yeah. a ton, but by year three, it was like, okay, give me the money, thirty-eight million. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Supermarket friendly. Yeah. So there's our week two injury report now, minus Monday Night Football. Uh, make sure you guys hit subscribe if you're watching this on replay. Hit that like button. Appreciate you guys. And now we're going to be getting into the studs and duds of the week. So if you're watching this on replay, just go look for those videos as well. And everyone who's here rocking with us, let's get in to the studs and the duds. Yeah. All right. Overreaction Monday. And one of our favorite times is going over the studs and duds of the week. And like we always do, we're going to go over the QBs first here. And we're talking just the regular scoring, you know, the 25 yards per point and all that. Uh, but we are talking six-point QBs, uh, six-point passing touchdowns for the QBs. And how about 
Danny Pesos, number one QB on the week so far, minus Monday Night Football. It's a little insane. I mean, how many times do people ask me through the week? And I say, Danny Dumbass is in a great bounce back spot here. You know, for everyone that was foolish enough to grab him in fantasy, like, and then mad at themselves after week one. I was like, listen, it's Arizona. Yep. And we're just going to start all of our QBs versus Arizona. We're not really going to think about it too much. Yeah. But yeah, nine for 59 on the ground, had the touchdown there. Uh, 26 for 37 through the air, 321, had the two touchdowns, so three touchdowns on the day. <clears throat> That's why he, he didn't have better passing stats than Kirk Cousins, because Kirk Cousins, he's the number two QB on the day, and he is 31 for 44, 364 yards, had the four touchdowns four big touchdowns for kirk 38 points russ wilson number three on the week six for 56 on the ground adding some points there 18 for 32 through the air not too good at all 308 uh yards and three big touchdowns though i mean that is big time big time over there and um, let's see, we got Jared Goffel coming in, tied with Josh Allen the Stallion. The fourth and fifth QBs on the week. Goff is 28 for 35, 323, and three touchdowns. The Stallion, 31 for 37, 274 on the yards, three touchdowns. Had a couple rushing yards. As well, Pretty okay. solid. What, what did that make Jared Goff like points wise? 30 30. Because that, like I said, all week, everybody Jared Goff averages 28 points in fantasy at home, you know, like it. He would put up more if he didn't throw the, the pick, you know. What I mean? Yep, and uh, we got Hertz coming in at QB6 12 for 35 and two tugs. On the ground, eight, 18 for 23 through the air, 193 yards, one touchdown, so three total touchdowns. Josh Dobbs, he got his touchdown on the ground. He was three for 41 uh, on the ground, 21 for 31, and tw- 228 yards and the passing touchdown, so two touchdowns total. Josh Dobbs is on the block. <laughs> Super flex. Gino, so him and Josh Dobbs were tied with uh, 28 points, uh, QB8 on the week, 32 for 41, 328, two touchdowns through the air. Lamar Jackson also has 27 points, um, QB9 on the week. So those guys are QB7 through QB9 on the week, 12 for 54 on the ground, 24 for 33 through the air, 237, two touchdowns. Jordan Love, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, all tied with 26 points. QBs 10 through 12 on the week. Jordan Love, 151 passing yards, three touchdowns. Um, Had some rushing yards as well. Uh, Mahomes, 305 and two touchdowns. (coughs) Herbert, 305 and two touchdowns as well. Crazy, both had 41 passing attempts for Herbert and Mahomes. Mahomes had 29 completions. Herbert had 27. 
Let's go. Sling it. And let's get in to the duds. T-Law. Seven points on the week. No touchdowns. That is not the law. No touchdowns. Only 216 yards. And in a 25, uh, 25 yards per point QB scoring system, that is horrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Where's Derek? It's terrible. <laughs> um, he was the only one who was under single digits this week. So I'd say really the only dud on the week. But I feel like because of the high praise of what we want from the tuna fish, only getting 13 points out there, one touchdown, 259. We'll put him amongst that uh, that that bust-ish category of the week. Not too bad, though, for QBs. I mean, from last week, I mean, we had how many single-digit scoring QBs last week? Burrow. Pesos, Tannehill, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott. I mean, we had that many QBs score single digits last week. This week, we only had one single digit. I like it. I like it. That means the QBs are on the rise, and that's what we want. All right. For anyone who is watching this on replay, make sure you subscribe to the channel here and make sure you check out the rest of the videos because we are about to jump. Right into the running backs. Here we go. Coming in now. What up, what up? We are back. Running back studs and duds for the week. If you're watching this on replay, smash that subscribe button. Do it now. Get it out of the way. Smash the like button. And let's jump into the number one running back of the week. I'm not sure what parallel universe we are in right now, but it is Mr. Kyren Williams, 30 points on the week, a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown, 100 total yards, and six receptions. You know, I just want to say, in the, purely in hindsight, man, they put, they're, they're busting out that old Todd Gurley playbook, man. Because they didn't fuck with their running backs like that in the last couple seasons since yeah. they had Tom Gurley, you know what I mean? Ten targets. Ten targets. Insane. She now. Like she woke up. <laughs> She's just stretching now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's the morning. <laughs> the number two RB on the week. We told you this guy was going to be good. It's Mr. B-Rob the Mob who caught his bullet in his bubble goose. Hey, he be he be running like there's bullets flying, bro. He probably has a little AirPod in there, and he just has gunshots going off in the AirPod. Just spray, just get that adrenaline flowing. PTSD is real, bro. Hell yeah. He hear that snap. He hear that snap. Everyone crashes together. <laughs> that that's enough for him. It's like, oh, oh shit, gone. <laughs> 18 attempts for 87 yards, two receptions for 42 yards, two big old greasy touchdowns, 29 points on the week. Saquon and Swift, both with 27 points. Saquon got hurt. If you didn't see our week two injury report and all the games fallouts, make sure you go back and watch it. It's a couple videos back. We just dropped it today on Overreaction Monday as well. 
Saquon, 17 for 63, had the tug. Six receptions, 29 yards, had the touchdown as well. Swift, 175 rushing yards on 28 attempts. (laughs) Had the big old touchdown as well, had three receptions. Swift is killing it over there. Sell him now. Sell him now. (laughs) Yeah. Mostert, Raheem Mostert. Not necessarily out of nowhere, but for a team that doesn't run that much, they gave him 18 carries, 121 yards, two big touchdowns, 26 points on the week. That was good enough for top five running back. CMC cracking top six, 20 attempts for 116 yards, doing what he does. Touchdown, only three receptions on the day, though. (coughs) Rashad White out of nowhere, 21 points, 17 attempts. 73 yards, had the touchdown, five big receptions as well. Our man Bijan Robinson, 21 points as well. 19 yeah. attempts, 121 yards, four receptions on five targets, 48 yards there. Zach Moss, let me see, what is that two, four, six, eight? RB9 on the week also with 21 points, 18 attempts, 88 yards, a touchdown. Four receptions for 19 yards. Anybody could do this against the Houston Texans. Better go trade Zach Moss right now to a team that is very desperate at the RB position. Tony Pasta, RB10 on the day. 20 points. 20 points, 72 rushing yards, seven receptions. 25, 25 rushing attempts. That's really not that good. I mean, 25 rushing attempts for 72 yards. But those seven receptions. They're going to kill the guy, man. (laughs) James Cook also with 20 points coming in, killing it. 17 attempts, 123 yards. The Raiders are a team that you just start your running backs against. It might be four receptions, 36 yards. Got down to biz. Now we had two running backs, running back 12 and 13, that both had 18 points. That is Derrick Henry and Ken Walker. Derrick Henry, 25 attempts, 79 yards in the tug. Ken Walker um, and Derrick Henry also had three receptions over there. There you go. Let's go. We're pacing. Ken Walker, 17 attempts, 43 yards. I got He got his 17, um, 17 touches on the ground, uh, one reception. Added in the mix as well. Only 54 total yards, but two big old greasy touchdowns. All right. And now here's the part that we don't like. It's the duds of the week. How about Dalvin Cook with minus one point? Minus one point? Come on. You could have played me in your starting lineup, and I would have did better than Dalvin Cook. Minus one. Come on. Let's see. Oh, man. But how about his teammate? Didn't do much better with only one point. One point, Brees Hall. The anger. So I don't know. For anybody who thinks that Zeke Elliott is going to be a thing, he had one point yesterday, five attempts for 13 yards. Let's kill him. Even Craig Reynolds had more points than Zeke did. 
yesterday. Hot Rashad, side of the world, Craig. Rashad Penny had more points than Zeke did. Yeah, but um, Rashad Penny also took away points from AJ Brown. Fuck him. How about Tyler Algier stinking it up with only 48 yards on 16 I attempts? I told people not. See, here's the thing. Was Green Bay not winning that game most of the time? I had Green Bay win that game. They gave it up in the end. But I st- but, my, but my game script logic was still was still sound because I had it where they're not going to be in control of this game, Atlanta. Was so my logic not sound that Algier was going to get like 15, 14, 15, 16 touches? He got 16 touches, only yeah. 48 yards, though. Like he got no – there was zero efficiency from him I yesterday. Just, I just couldn't chase the – okay, the, the, the touches remained – yeah. Even, uh, yeah, the game script wasn't there for him though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, man, he he still could have did better with his 16 touches. He could have. That, that's a shitload of touches, and it's what we thought was going to happen. Bijan was out there being hell of efficient. They're going to keep using Algier this way, but he's got to do more. He's got to do more. Damian Pierce, we told you to avoid him. Six points, 31 yards on the day. Not good. Alexander Madison told you to avoid him against the Eagles. Do not start your RBs against the Eagles. Come on. Travis Etienne, only six points. Against the Chiefs. Against the Chiefs. Oh, we didn't even talk about Nick Bolton's injury. Was that real? Oh, we never continue. Continue. Yeah, that'll be for that'll be an FNT yeah. uh, thing. We're, hopefully, we get more info by then. Yeah. Um, AJ Dillon, seven points. <laughs> Everyone thought he was gonna come out be a super thing. Um, Javante Williams, come on. Eight points. Pacheco, Roshan. Gibson, come on. We expect more from you guys. Eight points is not enough. Eight points is not enough. Yeah, I don't like it. And what up, Brad? He said, I just got offered a trade. I give up Cup and Barkley. I get Walker, Amon, and Kirk. Do Do it. it. (laughs) What in the fuck is wrong? Don't bring that to us. You tell us what you just did. Yeah, do it right now. Go accept it. Go accept it right now. Especially if this is redraft. Like, man, that's a a super come up right there. All right. The RB studs and duds is always a very short-lived time right here on the channel. But it is time to go get into the wide receiver studs and duds. Subscribe if you're watching this on replay. Hit the like button for everyone watching this on replay as well. And make sure you go check out the other videos that dropped and the other videos that have dropped after this one. Let's get in to the wide receivers. Thank you. you What up? What up? We are back. With the wide receiver, studs and duds of week two. If it's your first time here, smash that subscribe button and make sure you hit the like button. Let's get down to biz. Keenan Allen. Woo! 31 points, eight receptions, 10 targets, 111 points, two big old greasy touchdowns. You must 
Start your wide receivers against the Tennessee Titans. We said it before this game. We're going to say it again. Start them. Start them all. All of them. Now, number two wide receiver on the week. Now, this is excluding the Monday game. Puka Nuka. What? Backed it up. This is back-to-back games. He's setting records out here now. 15 receptions, 20 targets, 147 yards. Is he the the real deal, Holyfield? Dalvin called it. (laughs) Is he a must-start moving forward? Of course. I mean, two weeks of double-digit plus targets. Come on. Mike Evans. We said it before the game. We're going to say it again because they had more injuries to their secondary. Chicago Bears, you must start your wide receivers versus the Chicago Bears. They lost both of their safeties in the game and another cornerback. Like, it is all bad for the Chicago secondary right now. 29 points, 6 for 8, 171. Had a big old tug as well. Green. T. Higgins. T. Higgins. We told you guys not to panic because he's going up against Baltimore. They've had multiple injuries to the DB spot. 29 points also. 8 for 12. 89 yards. Two big old greasy touchdowns. Come on. Now, this was one that Peacock was championing. I said I was trying to get him in a bunch of places. Nico. Nico Collins. He's getting peppered. Last week, it's 11 targets. This week, it's 9 targets. They are throwing the ball a lot over there. It's hard to run when you have, like, no linemen that you started the season with. So they are just throwing the hell out of the ball. Seven for nine for Nico, 146 yards. Big old greasy touchdown. Hell, yeah. What do you think about the Houston receivers moving forward? Um, I'm always going to view it like how I view my Niners scheme. Only difference is that this is like a – they're going to be behind a lot of games. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, if I mean, what do you throw for 48 times? How many times do you throw the ball? It was a lot. It was a shitload. Yeah. He threw for... Where the hell is he? He threw for over 30. 47. Sure. 47 times. 47. See, I was close. Because, yeah, that, I mean... That if that continues, I mean, the, look at that offensive. Yes, ninety-one attempts in two weeks. In two weeks. See, he had fifty <laughs> last week, Fred. No, he didn't. No, he didn't 40, have fifty. Oh yeah, forty-three. Yeah, 43. yeah. The 44, 44. 44. Yeah. Insane. Damn. Insane. Yeah, they're gonna have no run game out there. How about Tyler Lockett? Real quick, my bad. Where was CJ Stroud on the QB? Wait, he was the QB2 this week? Uh, well, that's a good question. He was 12, 13, 14, 15, QB16 on the week, right in the middle. That's, and that, is that not like a Niner QB right there? Yeah. They're running the same system. Dang, Peacock, 91 attempts for CJ Stroud uh, through two weeks, 626 yards and no picks. That's pretty solid. That's pretty and solid. They say Ohio don't translate to the league. Let's see. Because, uh, well, see, and that's why. I mean, we're talking fantasy. There's a whole yeah. bunch of people can go nitpick, you know, what they've done in real life okay. football. But that, that's that's pretty solid stat line for a team with, like, zero healthy offensive linemen right now. 
All right, now jump over to Tyler Lockett. 26 points, 8 for 10. 10 targets, man. Like, he's just going to keep getting them. 59 yards, though. That's the part that sucked. But two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Got him. Devonta Smith. Four for five, so not a crazy amount of targets, but the efficiency, 131, had the big old touchdown, 25 points on the week, and that is wide receiver seven. C.D., Jefferson, and Josh Reynolds. (laughs) Wide receiver eight through wide receiver 10 there. C.D. Lamb, 11 for 13. Justin Jefferson, 11 for 13. Josh Reynolds, 5 for 6. So Josh Reynolds did it in a little bit of a different fashion than those guys did because Lamb, 143 yards. Jefferson, 159 yards, but both blanked on the touchdowns. Reynolds, 66 yards, but had those two big old greasy touchdowns. Greasy. (laughs) They were hella greasy. Christian Kirk. Wide receiver, 11 on the week. 11 for 14. 14 targets for Christian Kirk. 110 yards. I want to kill him. He did so much complaining that they even gave him a passing attempt out there. (laughs) I mean, T-Law was so bad. They're like, you know what, Kirk? Go ahead and let's see what you got. (laughs) It was one of those, like, backwards, like, type passes. But, you know, nonetheless... We saw a lot of flea flicker type plays yesterday. Because it wasn't a flea flicker. I mean, it got, uh, it it was an actual pass. It was like one of those, like across, you know, past the field type passes. Across in the back, in the backfield. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it's forward, but the guy just got tackled and went backwards. Mm. (laughs) And, uh, oh, Antonio said, who'd the Titans end up trading, uh, trading from you in the Debo? Um, so he sent me back Isaiah Likely, and uh, it was Deshaun Watson who has not played yet. Don't you kill him. <laughs> Don't you kill him, Titan. He hasn't, he hasn't played yet. Uh, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis out of nowhere, finishing as the top 12 wide receiver on the week with 21 points, six for seven, 92 yards, and the touchdown. Debo and Brandon Johnson from the Denver Broncos also finishing with 21 points. Debo, five attempts for 38 yards and a touchdown. Six receptions. <laughs> we'll get to him. Six receptions out of nine targets for Debo. 69, dude. 63 yards. And Brandon Johnson. He's had three touchdowns, or three targets, sorry. Three targets in each of the two weeks. Only had two receptions in each of the two weeks uh, each. And then... His two receptions go for touchdowns. <laughs> Marvin Mims. <laughs> Maybe he was tired at the time. Oh, 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 that's the Brandon Johnson guy? Yeah, that's Brandon Johnson. Marvin Mims was two receptions, 113 yards, and the tug. Yeah, what is Brandon Johnson? He's a receiver or tight end? He's a wide receiver. I mean, we're in receivers right now, obviously. Yeah, yeah he's a wide receiver. That fucking guy. <laughs> that was a big old that helps no one and uh honorable mentions with 20 points but didn't crack the top 12 um Devontae adams marvin mims tank dell jalen reed london with 19 sorry everybody garrett wilson 
18 points. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> now the duds. Oh, man. If there was a dud who got like <laughs> zero and I don't mention them, make sure you throw it in the chat because we don't want to leave anybody out of this part of it. Oh, man. All right. Let's see. Who is our first big dud? And no, has uh <laughs> homerable mention. <laughs> yeah. He did get... He did get 12. I uh, did get finished top 12. All right, let's see. Who do we have on here? Who do we have on here who was anybody a zero that I'm not like? This is not giving me all the zeros in order. If there was a zero who really screwed you over, throw it in the chat. Right. Um, I mean, the QBs did a little bit better. There, were, there was just a lot better play. Uh, this week, let's see who was a big dud of the week. Oh, phew. how about Calvin Ridley with his five points? I'm, I'm still gonna give it to Dotson, man. Five targets, but only 22 yards at three receptions. Five points, we expect more. Romeo Dubs after a big performance in week one. Two receptions for 30 yards and only three targets. Kill them. Kill them all. Let's see who else. Man, we expect a lot from Jerry Judy. If you come back and play, you better do better than a three for five and a 25-yard performance. A.J. Brown, if you're playing on Thursday Night Football, we need to see better than four receptions for 29 yards and only seven points. Brandon Ayuk, you got hurt out there. You only gave us seven points. It sucks that you got hurt, but you were a dud for our fantasy this week with only 43 yards. Trey Brown. <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster, you and D-Hop and Chase, you guys are linked with Kadarius Tony right now with eight points. <laughs> Do better. Do better. Uh-oh, One Nation said Zay Jones was a dud. How many points did Zay Jones have? Hey Jones had. Oh shit, he didn't get any. That was the zero. Hey Jones. Six targets and nothing. Fucking Tim Jones got more than you. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Somehow. All right. <laughs> well, there are the studs and duds of the week for the wide receiver position. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you're watching this on replay somewhere. Make sure you go look for all of our hit the notifications and the bell. Turn it on because we are going live multiple times a day and you do not want to miss out on this now it is time to get into the tight ends it's always a very short list with the tight ends let's jump into it
and we are back with the tight end position. It's overreaction Monday. We're talking studs and we're talking duds. Biggest stud on the week for the tight end position, Mr. TJ Hawkinson coming in on Thursday night. 26 points, seven receptions, eight targets, 66 yards, two touchdowns. Doing it. I don't know if this is a surprise to anybody. Not a surprise to me that Hunter Henry is on the studs list again. 17 points, six for seven, 52 yards. Big old greasy touchdown. Give it to me. Mark Andrews, 16 points, tight end three on the week. Five to eight, 45 yards. Had the big old greasy touchdown. Here's your, here's your drink. Darren Waller. 14 points. He's the he's the only guy in the top five who did not score a touchdown and made it in there. Six for eight, 76 yards. What do you think about Darren Waller? You think this is something that's going to continue? Yeah. I mean, I had him being the leader in receptions and yards for that team if he stays upright. You know what I mean? Yeah. Travis Kelsey. He's back. Nine targets, four receptions, 26 yards, one touchdown. It was ugly, but he's still a top five tight end. He's back. That's like that's like half Kelsey. Yep. And now is where we get into everybody else. Sam Laporta, 12 points. We'll, we'll, we'll give it up to all the guys, uh, all the tight ends that scored double-digit touchdowns. Sam Laporta, 12 points. Five for six, 63 yards. <laughs> Evan Ingram, six for eight, 57 yards. Zach Ertz, six for eight, 56 yards. Crazy. All you need is over 50 yards, and you're going to be at a tight end one, um, even without um, a touchdown. And now we get into like guys like Kyle Granderson or Granson. Oh Three for four, 16 yards and a touchdown, still in the top 12. Mm-hmm. Logan Thomas, two for three, 22 yards. Touchdown, still in the top 12. Get Kate Dotton, six for 41 in the top That 12. one's one we should pay attention to. Maybe, right? I mean, they, if don't, they don't really have a three wide receiver. They don't have a third wide receiver to claim, really. You know what I, mean? I mean, it's last week. He plays the exact same amount of snaps. He gets half the targets. He only gets two receptions. So it's going to be hella fluky. Like, I think it's going to be a matchup-based thing. And um, this they went against Chicago. You can literally start everybody against Chicago. Jake. The Snake Ferguson getting in there with 10 points, three for 11, and a touchdown, finishing with double-digit points. Dawson Knox, three for five, 10 yards, one touchdown, getting in there with 10 points. Conklin, five for 50. Noah Fant, four for 56, 10 points. It's crazy. Double-digit points makes you a tight end stud. On the week, it is it is interesting, and uh, let's see. And Tino said, "Where's Kelsey at for the season? For the season, I mean, for the season is not so good. He's got one game compared to two right now. So T.J. Hawkinson's got thirty-seven points. Um, tight end ten. Well, let's see. How about this? Tight end." Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Tight end six and below only have like 
Zach Ertz is tight end six with 20 points. Sam Laporta is tight end five with 21 points. So like one good game from Kelsey is going to be back in the top five. Like this is another regular game for Kelsey. He'll be back in the top five more than like. And Laporta for what it's worth, this goes back to the off season again. Like if there was a logic to make, to have for Laporta being a starter in fantasy is because the first eight we should be without Jameson Williams. And because I was making a case, but he's also blocking like shit. He never leaves the field. Yeah. And then there's the Seattle matchup. Everyone, yeah. everyone kills him with the tight end. You know what I mean? And even that, like, yeah, he killed it with five receptions for 63 yards. Like, unless he starts getting some touchdowns, like, in the mix, he's not going to be, like, a guy who's getting inside the top five. But he's averaging, like, 10 points, 10 points a game right now, somewhere mm-hmm. between 10 and 11. So he's doing all right. He's doing all right. Tight end. Yeah, tight end suck. This is why I say just get him out of the leagues altogether. Mm-hmm. And let's see, where were our bust tight ends of the week? Let's see. Let's see. Ben Hurst humbly? He hasn't played yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he does have zero right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um, Chick. I, I got to – people got to give me uh, – oh, Kittle with six? Bust. We expect more from you, Kittle. Kyle Pitts with six. We expect more from you, Pitts. Um, I'm trying to see the oh Higby expected four points. Yeah, I'm actually glad for that because I told people not to start him. I was like, yeah, ha, told you. Ooh, Adam Troutman. I'm pretty sure he got zero. Don't fall for the trout, man. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I think that might be it. I think that might be it. Because uh, to be a tight end bust, you really have to be someone that uh, that we consider you a top five tight end. And you get like single digit points. <coughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Um, that is our offensive studs and duds for the week. And now we're going to get in to the IDP studs and duds for the week. So anybody who's watching this on replay, make sure you hit that subscribe button and make sure you check out the IDP studs and duds videos as well. Let's get down to biz. Coming in hot. What up, what up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. Hey, Bogart Sky Freak. In the thing, bring in the IDP heat. We're starting off with the defensive lineman. If it is your first time finding this channel, make sure you smash that subscribe button because we're bringing you IDP videos every week for you IDP freaks just like us. Everything in addition to the offensive stuff that we bring. Go check out all the videos that have dropped on Overreaction Monday. We're talking sleeper. So we're going to give you the guys who have the dual designation as well in the DL spot, but we got to start off with Daniil Hunter. Three sacks on the day, well, Thursday, to back up his one sack that came last week. 40 points on the week. If you guys play in leagues that 
you know, it's just regular <laughs> offensive scoring and you play IDP one, two, three. Daniel Hunter is like the top scoring guy on the week right now with 40 points. Hell yeah. Uh-oh. How about them Cowboys? Micah Parsons finishing as the number two defensive lineman on sleeper for the week. 39 points, two sacks, forced fumble, fumble recovery. He's making plays every day. Micah Parsons, God fucking damn it. Now, this guy, Jonathan Cooper. Hanging with the Mr. Cooper. I don't even know who he is. He played about half the snaps, uh, 50% of snaps, had eight tackles, but had two big sacks and a forced fumble as Jonathan Cooper from the Denver Broncos. Shout out to Coop. He is uh, number zero on the field. Number zero. All right. How about another single-digit defensive lineman? So he is number two on the field. There's Bradley Chubb. Big old game. This week, seven total tackles, had a sack, had a forced fumble, 27 points. Okay. I don't even know who the hell this dude is. He didn't even play that many snaps, but he had two big sacks on field. Joe Tyron Shoinka on the That's my guy, Joe Kanye. <laughs> Remember him? Is, is that him? Yeah, Joe Shotanya. Remember, I was like, we were in draft. You're like, who's that? He was the he was the first round draft pick to Tampa uh, last season, two seasons ago, 2021. Oh, my bad. Yeah. yeah. Third year breakout looming, maybe. <laughs> when when you're playing with leads, you can you can tee off, and they've yeah. been playing with leads the first two weeks. So. Yeah. All right, hey, Super Saiyan in the house. What up? How about Deron Payne? He had double-digit points last week with 11 because uh, he had a four uh, fumble recovery, had five tackles this week, and had a big old sack, 26 points on the week. Shaq Barrett also killing it for the Bucks. 26 points. He had the sack. He had the INT. He had the TD. He was doing it all out there. Yeah. Joey Bosa. <laughs> we don't, it doesn't seem like we get to call his name too much for the studs anymore, but we'll give him his flowers today. 25 points, had two big old greasy sacks. Tannehill and that line. Ryan Tannehill could take a sack with the best of them. Yeah, and that line is lets him like sack his ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Now here's another out of nowhere guy. Harrison Phillips for the uh Vikings. 13 total tackles. As a D lineman, half a sack as well. Yeah, you gotta play. If you, the guys like that, you got to play against a running ass team. I yeah. think that's a product of that. But yeah, he did his thing. Yeah. Randy Gregory, we don't see him up there too often. Five total tackles, had a big old sack, 22 mm-hmm. points. Van Ginkle, all over the field. I, if you guys saw him on Sunday Night Football, he's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, six total yeah. sacks. I think that's a product of. Uh, Six tackles, I mean, and a yeah. sack. That, that's a product of no Jalen Phillips, too. And then all of these guys were tied with 20 points. So this is DL12 through DL12, 13, 14, 15, all with 20 points. Matt Judon, Pay, both having a sack each. Montez Sweat, two sacks. Montez is back, baby. You got to start him until further notice. I don't care that they're going up against Buffalo and against the Eagles. 
Uh, you gotta start him, man. He had um, a, a sack and a half in each of these games. Two forced fumbles uh, last week. He's uh, he's coming in hot. Uh, and then Jadavion Clowney, cracking, cracking uh, twenty points. Where's he at now? He's with the Ravens. No. He is with the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, he is. Good, good, good pick. He kind of um, yeah, and I guess here's here's some honorable mentions as well with 19. Chris Jones, Buckner, Vita Bay, uh Christian Wilkins, big bounce back game for him. Um Tuli Tupalopto, the rookie for the Chargers. Um, their second round pick over there. Um, seven tackles and a sack. <coughs> George Hart- what? Keep an eye on that kid. Yeah. George Carlos. DL's hella difficult to find in Dynasty. For sure. Yeah. For sure. George Carloftis and Chase Young, both with uh, two sacks each. Josh Sweat, 17 points. Simmons, 17 points. It was a real good week for the DLs at the top. And I don't really, we it's not really too many duds that we talk uh DL wise. Let me see if there's any guys who just completely, completely flopped. Um Let's see. Looking at the guys who got who got the one, two, or three points right now. Trey Hendrickson only had three points. That's a big dud. Good. Yannick Ngakwe, four points happens. Good. Yeah. Hey, Yannick Ngakwe, he's a pass rusher purely. When yeah. you're on a team that's playing from behind, no pass rush. Yep. Yeah, really not too many duds uh, this week. I mean, unless there's guys who caught zeros that, uh, that I'm really I not seeing. Guys that were startable is what you're looking for, right? Yeah, guys yeah. who be starting. I mean, Hubbard and Aiden Hutchinson, only seven points. I mean, it's not horrible, but. I know some people are, like, fooling with, like, Harold Landry. I think, actually, I think Jeff Simmons did okay, right? Hell yeah, man. He's been killing it. Yeah. Who else has been dud? Uh, that's kind of cool. Vita Vea showed up. Yeah. That's my guy. Shout out to Mopitas. And let's see. Through the season so far, Daniel Hunter, Micah Parsons, Buckner, Sweat. TJ Watt is top five right now. Hasn't even played on Monday night yet. Let's uh, go. Josh Allen's up there. Danico Autry is up there. So we had 24 points in week one for Danico. 15 in week two. Still super solid. Guy just picked up off the waiver wire. And Matt Judon, 36 points, uh, top 12 DL. Judon, gotta love Judon. If it's your first time here, don't forget, make sure you subscribe. We got a few more IDP videos coming, so if you're watching the DL video, go check out the LB and the DP video as well because we're going to be doing studs and duds over there. And for everyone watching, let's hop in to the LB. Coming in hot. All right. We are back with the LBs, the IDP LBs. And we're going to take out the guys who have the dual designation with the D-line and the and the linebackers. And we're going to just tri- strictly talk some of the traditional linebackers for week two. I usually don't like this guy, Fred Warner. He's usually not finishing as high as he did, but 11 total oh. tackles. 
And he had the sack. 32 points on the week. Killed it. Let's go. Spillane. Oh, man. Robert Spillane kind of put himself on the map a little bit uh, last week with his 13 points. But big coming out party against Buffalo. 32 points. 14 total tackles. Had the sack as well. Him and, Di- him and Diablo had a sack. They're doing their thing. And they- those are the inside linebackers over there. Yep. Hey. Diablo. <laughs> Yeah, Diablo finished with 25 points, so they both finished inside the top this week. Quay Walker, 29 points, 18 total tackles. Killed it versus Atlanta, 29 points. Go Q-Dub. Let's see. Uh, Ken Murray. Kenneth Murray? What? 10 tackles did go up against the Titans, so it is what it is. But he had the big old stack. That's what got him up uh, up to great. He needs to get his money, man. This is good for him. Yeah. Diablo, 10 total tackles. Had the sack as well, 25 points. Tremaine Edmonds, he's been killing it. Uh, 19 points last week, 24 this week. 16 total tackles in week two. They're always Zaire. on the field. Hell yeah. Zaire Franklin doing what he does. 13 total tackles, 23 points, killing it. EJ Speed. Man, 13 points last week, 23 this week. He's not even playing an insane amount of snaps, yeah. but he's just he's a tackling machine. And he had the sack. Yeah. Dre Greenlaw, 12 total tackles, 22 points. Devin Lloyd, 11 total tackles, 22 points. Caden Ellis, 21 points, had the sack as well. Devondre Campbell, 21 points, had 14 total tackles. We love if you're getting 21 points or more, we're loving it. Jordan Hicks, anal zone, Kaiser White, um, David Long for the Dolphins all had 21 points. CJ Mosley, 20 points. Logan Wilson, Josie Jewell, Foy O'Lacoon, the Arizona Dennis Gardeck. He actually backed it up. With yep. a 19 point performance, um, what Cody is Martin, he like 29 or something. He is 29, five years in the league. Oh, that's crazy. I like, this is I like, like their this is like their Cleveland Indians major league team right now. <laughs> that's funny. Totally is. Cody Barton with 19. Uh, T.J. Edwards, Bobby Wagner, Jordan Brooks, uh, Ivan Pace, Matt Milano, uh, Jermaine Pratt. All with 17 or 16 points. So, I mean, a lot of solid performances out there. Let's Jermaine, see Jermaine Pratt is the guy, too, man. He's consistent. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. solid. Let's see. All right. Who are some guys who dudded it up? Is there any? Um, I mean, anyone who thought Osimo Nick was Bolton. Gonna be a guy? What did, what did he end? What did Nick Bolton finish? I, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Did Nick Bolton bust us? Let's see. Did he dud us this week? Because I, I mean, I, I don't know. Nah, he, he had 13 points. So, I yeah, mean, you know, points. we expect more, but it wasn't single digits. Yeah, he's good. Um, Let's see. Isaiah Simmons, four points. He needs to be sat until further notice if you guys still start. Yeah, they're not even giving him snaps for real. Yeah. They're going to play outside linebacker. Uh, Shaq Leonard, uh, six points. Big old mm-hmm. dud. What's going on there? Is is he not playing a full snaps or something? I think it's EJ Speed. I mean, is is he rotating with him? 
weird. They play a cover three, so like they're gonna run three linebackers. You know what I mean? The cover yeah. three is four, four three up front. Okay, some of the some of the snaps are up now. So actually, yeah. So um, Zaire Franklin, he never leaves the field. Shaq Leonard last week, 86 percent snaps, forty one for EJ Speed. This week, seventy one percent for Leonard and fifty four. For EJ, mm-hmm. I was moving in the wrong direction for Shaq. Yeah, and I knew it was something there, like because it wouldn't make sense otherwise. Yeah, Devin White, uh, only six points. Drew Tranquil, seven points. Um, I mean, that's way better than last week. It's crazy, but yeah, I hope you guys aren't starting Drew Tranquil. Yeah, I think Drew Tranquil and Willie Gay are just gonna vulture each other all year. Yeah. That's kind of it for big time guys who uh, were in the single digits. So uh, linebackers, I mean, usually the more consistent, uh, more consistent guys out there. And uh, Ryan, salute! What up, bro? We're covering IDP right now, but we'll get to some Q and A uh, before we finish off at the end. Yeah, has said Tremaine Edmonds. He's a dog. What up, Dion? And Dino said EJ Speed is such a good name. <laughs> totally, yeah, right. Right. he's got the wheel. EJ Speed. Speed is what we need. Speed is what we need. All right. There's a bomb on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. One Nation. There we go. Thank you for reminding me. Hassan Reddick. Big old greasy zero. Yeah, what happened there? Jonathan Grenard sucked. Yes, he did. Well, yeah. are, we still, are we doing Jonathan Grenard this year? I mean, he was solid in week one, was not in week two yeah. at all. I said that last week, though, too. I was like, oh, we're doing Bernard now? So anybody who is watching this on replay, smash that subscribe button. Go check out all the other videos as well because we have a bunch that always get dropped on Overreaction Mondays every week. All right. Let's jump in to the DBs. What up, what up? We are back bringing you the DB studs and duds for you IDP freaks. Make sure you go watch all the other IDP videos as well. The Drop Free Overreaction Monday. Make sure you smash that like button. Make sure you smash that subscribe button. And here we go with the DBs. Trey Brown for the Seahawks. Man, I mean, this is something I'm not going to chase. But it looks real nice when you got 38 points, four tackles, a sack, a forced fumble, an INT, and a TD. And he is one of the starters. He has been starting over there with the rookie out. Yeah. J- uh, Jarek Reed hasn't ever seen the field yet. Jamal Adams ain't seen the field yet. This guy might be a thing, bro. He had 11 points last week, so not too shabby. It's really just the uh, – The pick six? Yeah. I mean, that, that's what uh, brings it up there for sure. How about Jason Pinnock? Someone who came out of nowhere but had 13 total tackles out there. Jason Pinnock for the um, the Giants. Oh, okay, yeah, they kept calling his name. Yeah, because he was tackling like fucking every play damn near. How about Julian Love? Back-to-back great performances to start the season. 13 total tackles, fumble recovery. Julian Love better be in your starting lineup if you got him on your squad. Hell yeah. This is someone who I've been talking about since the offseason. 
is Diamador Lenore <laughs> killing it on the tackles. He's got 19 total tackles through two games, and he got a big old breezy interception last game as well. Gino Stone. This is out of nowhere because you got multiple guys sitting for the Ravens. He gets nine total tackles and had a big old greasy pick. Legereus Sneed doing what he does. 24 total tackles. I mean, 24 points, seven total tackles for uh, one forced fumble. Man, can't spit it out today. Pause. Jalen Thompson got that big old greasy pick finally. Seven total tackles. Cameron Bynum, 15 total tackles. Man, tackling. Yeah, is he still with the Vikings? Yep, Minnesota, oh, yeah. 25 tackles through two games. He's half Filipino, too. Okay, there we go. They play the Chargers next week. That ball is going to be flying. Let's go pick him up. Dax Hill, man, killing it. 24 points last week, 23 points this week, 11 total tackles all over the place. He is a tackling machine. They're playing Minnesota next week, right? They are playing uh, the Rams next week. Oh, okay, never mind. My bad. Javon Holland, man, this one makes me proud. 22 points, 26 points last week, 11 total tackles. It's all over the place, man. It's awesome. He was already one of the baddest motherfuckers in the nineties with Vic Fangio. That that means something to me. Hell yeah. Xavier Howard killed it because of that interception yesterday. He's good for usually like five to seven tackles. He had six yesterday. So right on par. How about Charvarius Ward? This is two weeks in a row that he's handling biz out there. Last week, 14 points. Not a lot of tackles, but he had the interception. This week. 10 total tackles, 21 points, handling biz out there. Christian Gonzalez, 21 points. Last week he got the sack. This week he got the INT, making plays out there. Honorable mentions, Rayshon Jenkins, Razul Douglas, and Trey Avery all had 20 points. Where's Trey Avery at? Tennessee Titans. Okay, so he took over for Amon Hook, Amani Hooker right now. Yeah, because he didn't even play last week. Yeah, no, Amani Hooker got hurt. Oh, yeah, you're talking about this guy. Yeah, yeah Trey, Trey Avery, Avery didn't even play last week. Yeah. yeah I Actually, <laughs> Trey Avery was hurt as well. That's why he didn't play last week. And now him and, him and Hooker just flip-flopped. And let's see. Um, Kevin, or... Uh, Kevin Byard, 19 points. MJ Stewart, not even sure who this guy is, but on the Texans, 19 points. He came in, he came in place for Jalen Pitry. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's my, this might probably is the Pitry um, replacement. Um, and then we got Derwin James, Jordan Whitehead, uh, Isaiah Oliver. Multi, <laughs> this is three 49er DBs uh, with at least 18 points or more. 49er style DBs actually, because then yeah, because you got Whitehead with with Sala. Yeah. Got uh, uh, who was that second name you just said or the third name? Um, Ward. Oh yeah, Ward. Yeah. Every time. Oh no, you're talking about the guy that got the nickname. Yeah. 
MJ Stewart. Yeah, you know what I mean? Niner, Niner defense with, yep. with D'Amico Ryans. All right. Let's see if we got any guys who we could throw a dud at right now. Let's see if there's anybody we can throw a dud at right now. Um, Uh, All these guys, I don't know. There's uh, I don't see any big names. Uh, Jordan Poyer, five. I mean, that's a dud. Jesse Bates, that's a dud performance with six. Everybody was chasing it. Yeah. Branch. Not a dead performance necessarily, but he didn't play as much as he played. Well, I guess he got hurt, so he didn't like yeah. play a full game or anything. But seven points uh, this week. Richie Grant, seven points. Micah Hyde, seven points. Ufanga, seven. Not horrible, but we expect more from you guys. All right. Yep, Peacock said Stewart is a safety replacement. All right. Yeah. All right, let's see. And last question. Actually, yeah, we'll get out of here after this. Ryan said, or actually, we got to do the team defense as well. We got to do the yeah. DS team. That would be we the last. We got a couple questions in there, too. We'll, we'll take yeah. care of people if so. Here goes Ryan's question. Redraft sends Sutton for Kyran. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Sutton did better than Judy did last week. Yeah, sell, sell high on Sutton just in case all those other youngsters, like a – Brandon Johnson and Marvin Mims start getting more in the fold. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Smash that subscribe button if it's your first time here. Make sure you go check out all the videos. Go like all the other videos on uh, that got dropped for Overreaction Monday. And we're going to go into the team defense for you crazy DST people. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go watch next to your brother. What up? What up? All right. We are bringing you a Team D video for you crazy guys that play with team defenses. Now, this is just going to be based off of sleepers scoring over here. So, if it's different scoring over here than it is, sorry, but that's what we're going off of. We're going off. Deal with it. (laughs) Number one defense on the week, the Tampa Bay Yuccaneers. Chicago, man, they're going to be giving up. I think Chicago is going to be one of those teams you're going to be able to stream your D against. Cowboys, number two on the week, 16 points. Seahawks, a little surprising there, versus the Lions, 15 points. And then we had one, two, three, four teams that had 11 points or more. The Buffalo Bills, the Eagles, Washington, Kansas City, and... Colts and the Dolphins, I guess, would be the honorable mentions here. They both had 10 points. So, there you have it. Those are the top teams on the week. How about the teams that dudded it up? Was uh, anybody expecting – let's see. Here are the lowest scoring teams on the week. So, the Giants. I know there's a bunch of people who are like, oh, go out and start the Giants and stream them. Told you not to. They got minus one point. Um, the Rams, the Jets, the Falcons, the Broncos all had one point. Um, Baltimore, Tennessee, Green Bay, three points each. The Bears, the Cardinals, four points each. All bad. All bad there for uh, for the team defense. That's why, Peacock, that's why you just stream the Ds. 
out there. Pause, just stream the D. All right. Yeah, this one's not even, this one's always not even a long video uh, for you guys who find this uh, for the streaming D. But make sure every Tuesday you watch the defenses to pick up and stream right here on the 420 Hustler Network. Appreciate everybody who rocked with us for the entirety of Overreaction Monday. If you check this out, if you saw this on replay, the defense, the team defense video, go watch the six or seven or eight videos that dropped before this for every single position, including IDP. Appreciate you guys. We will see you for FNT at 1 o'clock West Coast time, 4 p.m. Eastern, where we bring you the news for the day, Monday and Tuesday, kind of more for questions than anything because there's not a bunch of news. But we'll see you guys then. Peace out. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever. The night they